Hello, welcome to the show. Our careers start from a young age as we learn things about ourselves mentally, physically, or emotionally. For example, I've learned I am not built to be a stripper, but I won't know till I try. You've tried? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> Tune in to last week's podcast as the JV Show and Stove discuss about our careers. How we uh, started, where we are, where we want to go. Listener discretion. We have no idea what we're talking about. So take it with a grain of salt. So anyways, guys, welcome to this week's podcast. Um, this one's a little special. So it's just me and Viv this time. So I'm Jorge, your host. And this is Viv. And uh, this week is our 25th episode. Woo! Yeah, so this one's a bit special because uh, I think this about marks the halfway point. Um, 26, I guess, would be halfway for yeah, a year. Yeah. Uh, halfway as in we've gone through six months. So I think our first... I don't know how it started, but I think our initial goal was like, hey, let's just try this for a couple weeks. And then after that, it was like, hey, let's try this till Christmas or something. I think we've been talking about starting a podcast for a long time. Yeah. We'd be, I don't remember exactly how it started, but like I would come over all the time to hang out and then we would talk about, let's do something. Maybe we should start a podcast. Let's talk about something. Let's do something. And eventually it started one day. Yeah. So I think um, at the time I was doing, I think over the summer, I was doing a bunch of research about sleep. It was, I was reading that book. This was, I think, the summer right before I got my Aura Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, O-U-R-A, if anyone's interesting. But yeah, um, right before I got this Aura Ring, or no, right after I got the Aura Ring, I wanted to research more about my sleep, how to get better sleep, what my sleep does, just because I keep hearing cool things about the ring. And I heard one podcast from Matthew Walker about sleep and all the benefits that it has. More so than all the scary parts, though, like the stuff that doesn't, or the stuff that doesn't improve in your body if you don't sleep, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I kept t- telling different people. Like, I kept talking to R-Star about it for, like, hours on end. I kept talking to, like, uh, um, Butch about it. I kept talking to a bunch of random people about sleep. And then one day I was, like, telling people, I was like, okay, I'm not going to tell you because I want to save this for a podcast. <laughs> but I think this was, like, in September. And then in October, I was like, okay, let's just do this podcast. I think it was, like, a weekend where I didn't have much to do. COVID was still going on and I'm just like, hey, let's just come over. You guys come over and we'll just start talking with the mic on and I'll just explain to you guys all the things I learned about sleep and you guys can just ask me whatever questions you want. Yeah. I think we were talking about games or something too at some point, right? Yeah. 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 Because I remember, I think we were talking about Smash a lot and then we needed something to do or some hobby or something and then the podcast just came up. Yeah. And I think this was the what third wave or something or whatever COVID. i think it was around that october time when stuff mm-hmm. started shutting down again mm-hmm. so like okay i don't have much to do this weekend just come over and we'll just uh we'll just chat and then that same night right after we finished i think we were using a blue yeti mic one of the blue yeti small ones I, I forgot, I forgot oh yes that. we were yes and then i was ben, like ben oh, Nano. i was like i didn't i was surprised because i always thought it would be like really shoddy audio i i didn't know how consumer products has developed so far already mm-hmm. so then that same night i bought one and i'm like okay let's just let's just do this now i have one now i don't have to you know rely on viv because to be honest at the very beginning i was like i don't know Viv's kind of flaky like, if, <laughs> if she doesn't go through with this i'm cool with just chatting by myself with random people so then that same night i bought a mic and then ever since then that's it's been six months yeah and i'm still here baby yeah there it is um Anyways, we'll get a bit more into detail with that. First, let's just start off as our usual. How's your week? How's it going, Viv? How was uh, how was this last week for you? Um, let's see. I always need to refer back to my calendar to see what I've done this week because I don't know, bad 
of memory or some shit. Um, I didn't do much because my ankle is still rolled, so there's no physical activity for me, unfucking fortunately. But I did go to watch my Monday game. That was pretty fun. Um, I watched my team go against one of my kind of acquaintances team and we luckily we beat them so that was nice and then yeah I didn't really do much this week I did go to the gym again yesterday and that was that felt so fucking nice is that is that your first day back yeah because I was really worried about aggravating my ankle again because I use a lot of free weights when I lift yeah and even if I were to just do upper body it would still impact my ankle some way somehow if I were to do like carry the weights yeah and then I don't want to waste my time carrying like lighter weights that won't really do anything for me right, right. just to work out and be at the gym, right? So yeah, yesterday was the first day back and it was actually really exciting because if anyone knows who Chris Bumstead is, he is a three times Mr. Olympian champion. What's his name? Chris uh, Bumstead. Bumstead, okay. B-U-M-S-T-A-D. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's from Edmonton? What? No, oh, never mind. I was like, no way, I don't think Ottawa. so. Oh, shit. Yeah, he is a three times Mr. Olympia Classic Physique winner. And he's just pretty. Is uh, he on roids? I heard a lot of these guys are on roids. Sometimes they are. Mr. Olympia probably are. Strongman. I, I heard the strongman guys are oh, like yeah. crazy on roids. Everyone's on trend. But I, yeah. I was talking to my one friend who used to do strongman. Oh, really? I, was, I was telling him because okay recently me and Arsa was talking we're like dude creatine prices are so expensive now oh yeah I told so, him to ask you about it yeah so it used to be I think. 12 bucks for half a kilo mm-hmm. that was what I was getting at for like pretty good deals 12 bucks for half a kilo 25 bucks for a kilo and he paid and now, like 75 now it's like or something, 80 dollars right? almost yeah. for a kilo so I asked my friend who used to be at, like he used to do like or he still does a lot of heavy lifting and I think he used to do strongman competitions I was like, where do you get your creatine from? Like, because he must need a bunch, right? Friend? Uh, just from work. Oh, like, I see. Yeah. And then uh, he was telling me, he's like, oh, no, I use like HGH, like human growth. No, oh, my I was goodness. Like, oh, I was like, that's how it works. He's an injection shot. Or yeah. Anything? He's like, Damn. yeah, I, I can get you a lot of that shit if you want. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm good, buddy. I'm good. I think. Uh, I was just looking for some creatine, man. Yeah, I'm just looking for, you know, a couple grams of creatine. You have a coupon code at Spotify's <laughs> or some shit. But yeah. I, I was surprised because like I knew they did it, um, especially at the professional level. But I didn't know also at the amateur level they mm-hmm. were like roiding up pretty hard. It's pretty, I wouldn't say common, but it's not surprising when people, when you find out people take it, really. Like, when my friend told me he's, like, contemplated about it before, Mm because he was like, there's a lot of pretty good benefits in terms of, like, muscle gains and stuff like that. Yeah, benefits and cons. I have, like, is the cons just the dick getting small, or? I mean, like, if you take trend, it fucks with your testosterone. Wait, trend? Well, how do you spell that? Like, uh, T-R-E-N. Fenbolum, Fenroids. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, when you take it, it messes with your estrogen and your testosterone levels. Right. And essentially, it makes your, you can sometimes develop breasts in a way, like for guys. Ooh, like pecs. soft, yeah, like soft <laughs> tissue. Your voice can become a lot higher. Uh, it fucks with your okay. skin. Um, I think I learned you that You grow all more hair everywhere. Yeah, I think those are all explained in health class. 
I, 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 I never with went, your dick size. Never went anywhere near you might have some hair loss because it will speed up your male pattern baldness. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, do all males eventually turn bald? Is that I mean, no, but it's highly likely. Not highly likely. There's a high percentage of males that turn bald because it is a male dominant trait. trait. Mm. Yes. That's the word I was looking for. Wait, okay, anyways, going back, you said Chris Bumstead. What yeah, about? he's, like, pretty popular, I guess, in, on social media and stuff. And I bought two of his shirts recently. And <laughs> I don't have a lot of graphic tees because I have to really like the brand or really like what the graphic is in order for me to wear it. Because I feel like wearing a graphic tee is quite the statement because I wear usually pretty plain stuff. But... I was pretty happy that I was able to get his merch because now I have a comfy, baggy graphic tee to wear. And it arrived yesterday, just in time for my first day back at the gym after getting injured. So that session felt so freaking nice. I got a tiny bit high, wore the shirt, went to the gym, was wearing my Converse. I was ready to like smash a good doubt workout and I was going to do a bit of legs and some abs and some rehab stuff for my ankle. And... It was amazing because also the room that I work out in often, it was empty, which just added to it. It was great. I felt like I was having a mini party. Wait, so would you ever do this Miss Olympia thing? No, I would not. I don't think I have enough um, Holy dedication shit. to the diet part crazy. of it. And I also don't really want my body to look like that anyway. This is so scary. Okay, if you guys Google Iris Kyle, I can <laughs> kill me with a bear head. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. Like want she my body definitely to do get that whole. That like you ever see that watermelon challenge where they put it between their thighs? Oh yeah, and oh, it rips fucking, apart. She'd fucking crush more than that. Oh yeah, I bet. Bet she could do that with just her like forearms alone. She could do that with a walk. Something metal. I mean, like some bikini competitions aren't so bad. I mean, I'm like, I'm like Google. This is just gonna be porn. <laughs> bikini compet. Because there's different levels, like classic and. Oh, okay. Yeah, these look pretty. Bikini is different. Yeah. I think bikini's okay. Sometimes some, they just look skinny, though. It just feels weird where they're, like, really skinny, so their ribs is, like, the yeah. same outdentation from to their boobs. That's not their ribs. It's their um, obliques and their striations. There's another word for it. I mean, like, this girl in the middle looks... Actually, these all, they, all these girls look pretty good, actually. Yeah, exactly. It's not too bad. All right, cool. So what else? Just working out? Yeah, I, think so. I mean, that was like honestly the highlight of my week. And it was, to me, it feels like quite a big highlight because it felt so good being back at the gym and doing all that. And then this morning, oh my goodness, this morning I woke up to, so in my house, Lumi has a doorbell near the back door and I've trained her to ring it whenever she needs to go outside. And she could want to go outside because she wants to play with some dogs. She wants to just chill outside or she needs to go to the washroom or something. She just knows to ring the doorbell. And if she's locked in my room, so whenever we go to sleep, we go back to my room and I close the door. So she has no way of actually telling me that she needs to go to the washroom. Like there's no doorbell or anything. So usually she'll just whine or bark. And I know that Lumi's usually doesn't really bark at anything. So I'll know that, oh, she's trying to talk to me or tell me something. And this morning I heard her bark and wine so i was like oh my goodness okay i knew it i gave her a treat last night before bed and she drank some water i knew i was gonna have to wake up a little earlier because she's gonna need to go to the washroom that's fine so then i got up and it was 5 30 a.m or something and the second i put my foot on the floor i stepped on a piece of shit 
Oh, nice. I know. I was like, what the fuck? Big piece of turd right there. I don't there. remember the last time Lumi had an accident. Maybe it was probably like over a year ago, but it was a huge piece of turd and my whole entire foot went on it. And I had oh. a split second where I was like, I really fucking hope this is puke, which isn't even that much better, but. Is yeah, it like it a was, soft turd or like was, a heart? It was like a soft turd. Like just smushed between your like toes? Smushed between my toes and my oh. foot completely went inside it. Like I was trying to cat make a cast out of my foot. It was freaking disgusting. You should take a picture. You guys saw it on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> like it was exact. Like what happened was I stepped on it and when I lifted up my foot, like a piece of turd fell off my foot. And then it was like all smeared uh, on the bottom of my foot. And I was like, oh my God. That's gross. Dude, I have disgusting. I have literal no not PTSD, but like, like whenever Taro like begins to about puke, you know how they make that like mm. sound with their Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go wide awake. I go from a sl- dead asleep to wide a fucking wake. And then I'm like, oh my god, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I'll quickly open the door. I'm lucky though. At least my my bedroom has hardwood floors. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then, at least it's not carpet. That'd but then, no, she shat on like her blanket that was on the floor. So I stepped on it and then the blanket oh. got dirty. So I had to wash the blanket this morning too. And oh my goodness, that was a whole ordeal. That's pretty gross. But that's how my day went. And that's how my week went. Nice. How was well, yours? <laughs> Carl's been having some bloody stool, which isn't good. Oh yeah, did you get that checked out? Yeah, so they found out it was uh, something with his pancreas. So apparently if dogs <gasps> eat too much fatty food, which I completely blame my parents, mm. um, they have that kind of happening to them. Mm. So then pretty much he's on a cleanse right now of rice and chicken oh. for the next seven days. And then ideally go back to his normal food, but then my mom has to cut out on giving him all the shit that mm-hmm. she usually gives him. So... Yep, uh, that that was nothing serious. Yeah, it's good. It, it was, I was I pretty happy it was nothing serious. And then, yeah, good thing I have penetrance and stuff too, so that paid for all that. So that was nice and easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a massage on Wednesday, which is pretty good. Um, it's a little surprising when I first. So I only recently got massages more regularly. So when I first got it, he was like working on my neck and shoulders a bit more because he found he knew it was like really stiff. And I'm always surprised because like I think massage therapy. And it goes back to the whole thing of, I think they're super creative because they can like touch your muscle and they'll know what's tense and what's not tense or like what you've been doing and not what you've been doing, but like you've been using that muscle a lot more and they can feel it's more tense, more stiff or more flexible. And I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. Like that's not just something you can, like if I touched your back, I'd have no idea. But they like, I feel like from one goal of your back, they can already know like, okay, he's a bit worse than the lower back, upper back. That's just what I hear every time I talk to them, right? Yeah. Like, I'll talk to them and be like, oh, you do this a lot more? I'm like, oh, yeah, I do, right? Or, like, they'll know I'm right-handed because, like, my right shoulder is a bit more sore or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's cool because, like, my first session, he worked on my shoulder and neck a lot more. Mm-hmm. He gave me some stretches, and I did them. And then the second session, he's like, oh, your neck and shoulder is pretty good. And then he worked on um, my hips a bit, and he gave me some hip stretches. Uh, but then the second time, it wasn't that much better. Then he gave me... Or then this the third time, he started going to my legs now right so is he did like body messed up uh well or is it I, just i feel like it's gone care. so i feel like it's gone so much better so the first time i remember when he was doing my back and shoulder it was pretty painful while he was doing it mm-hmm. like i could feel that it was tight because he's like pushing everything out right mm-hmm. and then now it feels very loose like when he does it it feels mm-hmm. very easy and relaxed and then so he's been doing my calves the last time and that one hurt like a bitch but now it's been getting better and it's cool because it feels like, you know, my shoulder, my neck, my back's getting better. And then I think my calves, I think now he's working more on my like, um, what's the part of the hamstrings and a bit on the, like the delts and everything. 
uh, on my legs, which is nice because when he first did it, it was fucking painful as fuck. Like I was like, you know, trying to suck the tear in. I was like, this fucking hurts. <laughs> Do you find that it it makes your hamstrings and everything less tight? Uh, so he's only recently like worked on my legs a bit more than my upper body. Mm-hmm. So before he was working on my uh, my upper body a lot more, but now I feel like my upper body feels very loose and relaxed now. Mm. So now he's working on that. So it's kind of cool because I see like the pro- the progression, right? Like, yeah. I see he first started here and now it's like every time he goes there, it's like nice and relaxed and loose. But it's also kind of a bit of the stretches that he, he gives me. So I do like the neck stretches in the sauna and the, the hip stretches. But I know the next part's going to be the hip again because I know that's like one of the tightest parts I have. Yeah. Um, From like yoga and all the stuff. I just can't stretch. Like it's crazy. When I go to yoga and I see these girls like they do the what's the thing where you reach around your back and you grab your toes and you make a little wheel. The fuck? You ever seen that? Okay, let's see. Yoga wheel pose. No, no, no. But this is like... Okay, when you said to reach behind your back, that's what I was thinking of, like the bridge. No, no, but... Okay, so I'm but clearly saying the, the wrong fucking thing. wheel? But they... It's like this, but their stomach's on the ground. Um, what was that called? So it's like the bridge, but like flip yeah. it 180. And then they're also grabbing onto their fucking legs. I saw one lady do it right in front of me, and it looked so freaky. She grabbed it, and then she started going like, "Oh lying. my god!" Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, you yeah. grab it, so it's a circle, and then she her arm starts like splitting Holy further shit. apart. And I was like, "Oh, geez. fuck! What is it called?" Boundary. Um, I don't even know about like it's clearly not the wheel because I fucked that up. But. I don't know. Or okay, you're like sometimes they do the tree pulls and then they grab their leg or and they bring it up bring it up and then or like so sometimes they bring it out to mm-hmm. the side and then sometimes they bring it out to the front it's like a ballerina thing right i was like dude i can't even grab my like i can grab my legs but if i try to like bring it out i'm like yeah my back's all fucked up like their back is straight the whole time your back gets fucked up i feel like, like no, i lose like, my balance first no, so as I'm bringing it up, I'm like arching my back so much that I'm not even doing the tree pose properly. Because oh, huh. right? the whole point is to like, like your upper mm-hmm. body is like going upwards, right? Oh. But for me to reach my leg and try to bring my leg up, my like, my body will start tilting yeah. back. And then I don't have enough leg flexibility to go all the way back up. Oh, yeah. I think my hamstrings or something would give out first. Oh, man, the flexibility on some of these people are crazy. You um, should tell our friend R-Star about your massages because he has ha- tight hamstrings apparently. Uh, he can go to my guy. I, I, I can I can hook him up. He's a, he's a pretty cool dude. Holy shit, that girl's back looks like it was broken. Right? Some of these? Down. Some of these yoga stuff, they're so crazy. That one. Like, damn, look at that arch. That's a fat ass. That's <laughs> yoga. In crazy yoga poses. Dude. Okay, whenever I, swear I've I seen yeah. some of these. Actually, whenever I see some yoga poses, I'm like, damn. I don't see any other benefit to that other than like a crazy sex position. Like that one where the lady where the lady has like her legs behind her shoulders. Well, I feel like females are always a little bit more flexible, right? I mean, I hope so. Like they're usually more um yeah, I don't know. It feels like <laughs> I don't yeah. remember when we were talking about this, but the other day, um I think it was just Chris that asked me if I would rather have a prosthetic leg or a prosthetic arm and which one I would give up for the other one. And I said, okay, I think I would rather have like my left arm be a prosthetic instead of losing my legs. Yeah, that makes sense. And then they were like, oh, but then like 
the prosthetics for arms don't have as much dexterity right now and the technology isn't as good as a leg prosthetic and I was like but can you imagine how weird that would be if you're having sex and then you're like oh is my leg getting in the way don't worry I could just remove it <laughs> go ahead <laughs> I'm actually not sure if that's a bad thing or a good oh, thing oh I guess so it's kind of weird though like oh it's okay yeah. it's okay you can just hold on to my stump <laughs> well I mean at that point, if they've already seen you, like, nude, they're kind of understand that, so. you know, you're a one-legged human, right? Like, if you fuck a pirate with one leg, <laughs> you're probably going to know it. Um, but, yeah, so it's interesting. I've been, like, trying some poses more because our instructor's, like, you know, encouraging us, like, don't worry about what other people think. Just try it out. If it's not good, it's not good. Like, if you don't feel good in it, then you don't feel good in it. Or, like, it's the first step of getting there is at yeah. least trying it. So it's it's pretty cool. So there's like some shaking the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like your legs about to give out. And then um, after, so that was Wednesday. Today was my last day. Mm, I worked. That was, uh, it was. Sorry, I missed lunch. No, it's okay. It was. It was. Uh, it was. It was okay. I guess it was not much. Like I pretty much ended at noon. So I was gonna work a bit more, but the IT guy was like, "Uh, you gotta hand your laptop in before noon or at noon because like he wants to leave at like one or two. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess well, yeah, I guess I can't work. work. Yeah. Well, because I had to hand my laptop yeah, exactly. and my phone in. Um, but it was good. I was pretty much the whole day. I pretty much had everything set up yesterday already. Mm-hmm. So I had everything filled already. I had one meeting in the morning at eight, and other than that, there was nothing else planned. Um, I pretty much spent all today completing some of my other paperwork i started my new paperwork for my new job like, oh, no. like printing it all out and signing all the sheets and stuff and then that was about it you know going through my rounds of goodbyes mm-hmm. all the people there like half the people aren't even there anymore and the other half are like with are gonna be with me at the new <laughs> job so it's like okay see you in uh, a few weeks yeah and then went out with our friends to go lunch at kotohe shout out to kotohe my favorite yeah, one of my favorite to, Vietnamese um, restaurant. Westside, Kohl the girl that Roper. invitation, but didn't actually send it to my email. Yeah, I was surprised. You know, you know, on the on the title of the thing, it said like all our names, and yeah. then when I looked at who she sent it to, she never sent it to me. Wait, what are all the names? <laughs> like my name, her name, and your name. Oh, I on see. the title of the meeting invite. Yeah, but then when I looked further, your your email wasn't actually ever listed on there. Oh my goodness! So I was like, oh rip. Ugh fail HR <laughs> yeah and then uh, when you told me that she sent me an invite I was like oh what the fuck I don't I, think I got the email for it and I was looking for it. I was like is it if it's from an outside source maybe it might be in my junk and I couldn't find it and I was like holy shit imagine if I was missing all these meeting requests from like clients <laughs> and things like that and this is how I find out yeah no that was my bad I honestly thought she did until I looked into the meeting invite and I was like oh shit never got sent but yeah so it was good sad. I had a doggy party at work so I couldn't leave oh shit get doggy parties at work mm, it was a first time thing oh uh, okay that's pretty sick mm-hmm. like they just bring treats for the dogs and everything yeah we brought a bunch of treats for the dogs we took pictures of the dogs and then everyone brought their dog in it was it was pretty fun yeah and then after that um i went swimming for the first time in a while that was fun just because there wasn't uh i knew i had a bit of time before we started the podcast so I went to swim it was good I'm so slow still. Like I swim, I swam about a kilometer, but it was like almost. Is that more minutes. than a lap? That's like what? Is that more than a lap? A lap is a hundred meters in my pool. Oh, okay. The long. You did ten of those. Damn! I can't even do one lap. I go like halfway and I start drowning. <laughs> well, halfway of a twenty-five meter length, 
or uh like last time we went to kinsman with butch and we went swimming remember how because they can reconfigure it so they can make it longer or they can make it shorter i actually don't i think it was the full length but i couldn't even Uh, go halfway before i was like guys i'm drowning (laughs) like like you couldn't go all the way there yeah no way from one okay yeah that's 25 meters yeah because the full length is 50 meters and a lap is 100 yeah, I guess I couldn't even do half lap. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, ooh, I had lunch with Izzy the other day. That was pretty cool. We, we went mm. to meet. I haven't been there in a while. Ooh, I haven't been there in years. Like, like honestly, five years or more, it, maybe. In my opinion, it's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, sorry. I just, I don't know. It's just, it's pricey. And mac and cheese is good. Oh, really? We didn't get that. We got the meat platter, and then we got, the cornbread was really good. No. The cornbread, it was definitely unhealthy, because they put, like, a little scoop of butter in the middle. That sounds fucking amazing. And then cornbread. Well, yeah, but it's still like my weekday meals. Mm, true. And but I guess your week was fucked anyways with all your lunches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then yesterday I went to Saife with my with my friends from work too. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much a bunch of work lunches this whole week. Yeah, Saife. That was pretty good. Shout out to all those restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally liked Kodoha the best, but like the Saife lunch special is pretty good. It's like 16 bucks. Or 17 bucks? I don't know why. I feel like all our friends and everyone I know just fucking loves sci-fi, but I haven't ordered anything that I'm like, I would come back for this. Uh-huh. Like, I've never, like, it's good. And every single time I go, I'm like, damn, yeah. this is some good, like, Malaysian, Laotian, Thai, whatever food. Yeah. But then it's not, like, Tropica for me. And oh, Tropica yeah. Is yeah. Tropica's pretty bomb. Bomb. Yeah. yeah. But it was with my, like, coworkers. They're not as Asian as I am, so mm-hmm. they like the sci-fi because it's yeah. very... um mellowed down kind of yeah so that was pretty good and then uh this week also uh izzy came back from the uk so he was gone doing some visa stuff he came back um because i worked with him this was last week and he brought me back some chocolate from the uk um so i think viv took a picture and put it on her instagram oh we should talk about our 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 instagram oh yeah so we made an instagram guys what's it called hello it's called the jab show yeah it's called the jab. So I suggested it because I thought it'd be cool to share with you guys everything. But I also don't want to manage anything about it because I don't do social media. Unfortunately for me, yeah. I am so quite good at social media. I've been. It's been delegated. It's officially been delegated to Viv. So I think she'll post that. But pretty much uh, every single one of my UK friends that I work with, because there's a quite a bit at the office, mm-hmm. they keep telling me how. Chocolate in the UK is much better than the one in North America. They say it's different. I've tried it, but I, I'm I'm no expert at chocolate, so I had no idea. I was like, let's I think just it taste like chocolate. Does taste different because if you hear about the food safety standards all around the world compared to what it is in North America, a lot of places in the world ban a lot of things that yeah. America it's just like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, that's that's what they told me. They're like, it's legit chocolate, whereas the chocolate you have here is fake, is what they yeah, keep telling me. Yeah, things like that. And we have a lot of artificial modified ingredients and just chemicals and f- random flavors and stuff. Yeah, so I guess we'll try it now. You're going to hear some rappers opening, but you want to Sure. So, okay, we, I bought some chocolates, and I, I wanted to do a fair test. A fair test to all my English buddies here. Uh, so we have the Galaxy Smooth Milk Chocolate that I got from the UK. It's from Cadbury. And the Nestle Smarties Egg. Uh, yeah. All right, shall we open it? Yeah. Alvin also stopped by Walmart to get some yeah. other chocolates to compare and use as a base standard. 
So yeah, to, to have a fair comparison, I got Cadbury Dairy Milk I bought from Superstore. I got Lint Swiss Classic Milk Chocolate, again, from the same place. And then I got our favorite brand, No Name, uh, <laughs> Milk Chocolate. So like I said, I know almost nothing about chocolate. Uh, I don't really, I don't know. I'm a vanilla fan if I get ice cream. And I'm not a big fan of chocolate itself. Except I love mint chocolate, chocolate bars. When I used to go uh, trick-or-treating as a kid, my favorite thing to find would always be the little tiny purple Cadbury milk things. Cadbury milk things? Well, Cadbury milk chocolate pieces. Oh. Like the one that you You ever have that milk. orange thing? The one where you get to smash on the table? I've I always never. See, oh, I've I, seen the commercials for it and I've seen my friends get it, but then I always assumed that it was It was high fancy. class. Yeah. yeah, it was like <laughs> fancy, expensive chocolate. Yeah. So then we couldn't afford it. Yeah, so I, we, I just never tried to get it because I just assumed that it's more expensive and my mom would never say yes. Well, I always feel like after Halloween, we'd have so much candy and that was like our haul that we don't really get any for the rest of the year. Mm-mm. Okay, what's a good palate cleanser for chocolate? I guess you could look that up. Yeah, Google here. Palette cleanser, chocolate. Palette cleanser. Palette. Palette cleanser is a neutral flavor food or drink that removes food residue from tongue, um, allowing Citrus? one to more accurately assess a new flavor. There's sorbet palate cleanser? Cucumber sorbet? That sounds so plain. <laughs> 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 is, I mean, is it cucumber just water really. No, it's like kind of floral. Oh, pickle ginger? I don't have any of this, by the way. Pickle ginger, sorbet, bread, apple slices, banana, bico. What's a bico? B-I-K-O. Oh, and pickles. I don't have that either. Bico is a... Uh, a sweet rice cake from the Philippines. I'm surprised oh, you don't know this then. Yeah, no, I don't. I rely on my universal translator, Joyce. Tart or citrus flavors are also used as a cleanser. I mean, do you want me to start looking for these or should we just go at it? I mean, do you think you have an apple, maybe? Yeah, I have an apple. You want me to go grab one? Hey, let's go get an apple. All right, you uh, talk about... So this Cadbury milk thing, the Cadbury Smooth Milk Galaxy Galaxy from the UK, it's wrapped in a gold tinfoil and it kind of reminds me of... Charlie and the Ch- Chocolate Factory, how you're supposed to go look for a chocolate bar that has like a golden ticket in it. Pretty cute. I feel like this would not last in America because it's literally like wrapped in a gold tin foil and it has paper branding over it that you could just unwrap. Kind of like if some fundraiser person was to come to your front door and ask you to if you wanted to buy some chocolate or buy something to donate to that fundraiser and you get that chocolate and chocolate is usually like just plainly wrapped and it has this plastic wrapper that's kind of like a book dust cover over it that's what this thing is but i feel like this will not last in america because obviously everyone would destroy this tin foil and that's why all our chocolates have to be wrapped in like paper and tin foil and be in a box but enough shitting about <laughs> enough shitting on North America. Um, the other chocolate that we have here from the UK is a Smarties egg. Looks kind of like a dinosaur egg. It says, "Oh, oh, this is why it's a Smarties egg." I was wondering why it's called a Smarties egg because it just looks like the box just looks like a chocolate egg, but apparently it's filled with M and M's or Smarties. Oops, Smarties inside.
Alright, sorry folks, I had um, dog issues. Wait, okay, do you remember the old uh, Willy Wonka? Yes. Was that set in the UK? Oh, I don't know. Is that why they're so crazy about their chocolates? Because it's better? Oh, maybe. I just remember seeing that, and then when... um Munich. Wait, what? No, this is where they shot Germany. it. Okay, no, that's where they shot the movie. I want to know, like, in the book or the movie where it was actually from let's know in the beginning when they were showing um charlie's house and how his family lived and how they lived on like a little random farm with cabbage i think farm i didn't even see a farm it was like wait which or which maybe not a farm which willy wonk i just remember it was a like a room and there's like 10 people sleeping in it people okay the one scene that i'm picturing is that it's really dark the scene is really like gray all their furniture their house everything is just really washed out and dark and then he goes to the, his front yard and picks up a cabbage and then they cook it and their dinner is basically like cabbage soup or something and it kind of implies that that's all they ever eat because that's all they Wait, ever grow and that's all they can afford hold up did you watch this willy wonka and the, the johnny depp one yes Wait, did you ever watch this one? This is this is the one I this is the only one I I remember. This was released on 1971. Wait, can you show me the picture more close up? <laughs> was it this oh, one? Oh, I also watched this one. Yes. This this is the one I'm referring to. Actually. Really, there was yeah. a cabbage scene. I don't. Yes, remember like that. in the very beginning, before he gets his ticket or before the scene kind of the story kind of unfolds. I, believe that's how it went did you know they're they're making a new one the no? fuck why dude i i why, why do people always need to remake movies like yeah, all the time there's no point in always doing a respin I, I've or never whatever watched, every single fucking movie yeah i've only watched the 1971 one i've never watched anyone after that oh, but it's also like uh sum hong so journey to the e west what? Uh, okay yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> i was like do i hear chinese yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh yeah, Journey to the West. It's uh the the Monkey King, right? You asking? Wait, do you, do you, do you have I seen it? Yeah, I've seen Monkey King, like a long ass time ago. Like I remember, there's one version I've watched, and that, and then I remember there when when I was a kid, there were so many different remakes. There was remakes after remakes, and there was only one version I ever liked, and that was the Cantonese version. Oh my god, I know what version you're talking about. The yeah, Cantonese and there was like the best. there was. An insane amount of... Oh, the 1986 one. The yes. 1986 TV series... Was it 1986? Wait, hold up. I could be wrong. Let me try to find one I remember. Okay. It was this one. This is the 1996 oh, yeah. one. This one's the best one. I remember... I Because I remember we had um, VHS copies of all of these that we pirated off the like TV when they actually aired. And we had like... Many of these, and I remember, like one summer, we just watched through all of them again, and oh, it was pretty good. That's been awesome. I remember when I was younger, I'd always watch a lot of Disney movies, but for some reason, I've never became a big Disney fan. Uh, I'm just thinking, what was my favorite? But I watched Disney a movie? lot of Disney movies, and then my one Snow White one. For some reason, I had the original copies for all the Disney movies, yeah. but for Snow White, I did not have an original one. I had this one where all the dwarves were named Joes. What the fuck? <laughs> like, there was no Sleepy, there was no Goofy or whatever the fuck names. They're all Joe. Do you, know, Joe. Do you know the new one? They're trying to get rid of, like, dwarf characters because it's, like, 
dwarfism. But I'm like, dude, that's the whole point. Oh, it's either that or the Oompa Loompas they're trying to get rid of the dwarf people. But I'm like, that's not the whole point to have these tiny people. I think I heard of that for the new Snow White, the remake, that they have no dwarves. That's fucked up, because, like... Yeah, that's, like, the sh- fucking movie. Yeah. Like, who's gonna... Who's who's Snow White gonna sleep with? Not all the seven Me. men in her house. Yeah, that's true, right? <laughs> seven full-grown men in Snow White. I don't know if you would say full-grown. I mean, what kind of what kind of parody is this? Is this the, the, the Pornhub version of it? This is, the, this is how 2022 movies are like. Yeah. Okay, let's try this Galaxy one. This Galaxy Cadbury. Sorry, Give I've me been, a piece. I've been trying to cut this apple, but every single slice I make, I keep eating it. Yeah, and you fucking butchered it too. No, I did not. Look, it's. Beautiful. I mean, that being said, you don't have a cutting board, so I I see why I it's a little fucked up. And Wait, can you give me a piece of the chocolate first? Wait, we have our apples. Here's chocolate. Okay, so I'm trying the Cadbury Galaxy one. I guess this would be much better as a video, hey? Um, but I think Viv has some pictures for our Instagram. I do. It will be uploaded. Okay. All right. All right. Before you say your first opinion, I just want to say when you open this, it kind of reminds me of um Cadbury Bubble. What it looks is that like. what it's called? Like arrow no, bars? No, it's not called Bubble. What the fuck am I thinking about? Um, Dove. I think it's Dove. Okay, initial thoughts. It does taste different. I can't explain what. And I can't explain why. Just better. The sweetness of it is different. Um, maybe I should save this for some of my friends later too. Because <laughs> they're all going to ask me later. Wait, do we go on a tangent from the Instagram? So we got an Instagram because we want to show you guys all the cool shit. Oh, yeah. All the cool pictures. Uh, also, like what our studio is and also because we have in may a very cool podcast coming up that's going to be very interactive with the instagram mm-hmm. so that's why we want to get that started and get that out to you guys so follow at the jv show is, it? Mm. is that the is mm-hmm. that how it works is that how it's <laughs> the hashtag or is it an ad or <laughs> <laughs> yeah please follow our instagram at the jv show yeah and then we'll probably post on the keychains because i think some of you guys are pretty interested in what the, some of the key keychains look like um, they're not for sale, so you can only get it if you come on the show. And then maybe we'll post some of the stuff I 3D print. Oh, also, um, one of our fans, um, and her Instagram page is at, it's by, Things by Sarah. Things by Sarah. She made the show and myself a little bee crochet mm-hmm. figurine. It's really, really cute. And she told me to believe in myself when she gave it to me, which is really cute. <laughs> But uh, little does she know, I have the most confidence. So, unrequired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's your initial thought on that chocolate? You're right, it is different. I, the, I can't explain it though. Can you? The sweetness kind of reminds me of how when I first went to Malaysia for the first time a few years ago, all their coffees and their drinks were really fucking sweet. Like, insanely sweet. And the first note that you taste is sweetness. Like, sugar is... Or the sweetness is more of a forefront note than the chocolates that we have in America. What does that mean, forefront note? Like when you when you try things, certain notes will come up first and some notes will be more of a background note. And I feel like the sweetness here is more sharper and more forward than for our chocolates that we eat. Mm, okay, so that's how you explain that. Okay, let's try. Wait, give me a piece of this. little tiny piece of apple. Oh, apple, apple. Here you go. I like close. Cut a few slices in there. I'll just take it here. You 
can fight this one. Alright. Alright. Um. So we, this is ASMR. ASMR. So we, uh, we cleanse our palate. Let's try the... So this is Cadbury mi Dairy Milk Chocolate. Bro, you're ruining my ASMR moment. <laughs> oh, I think I butchered this bar of chocolate. Oh, no. Alright, give me a second. I'm gonna give the fans a taste of this. Did you eat two bars or one? I mean, I think it's better on my mic. I'm pretty sure my. I'm pretty sure my. All right, my all right. You give them some some good okay, old. After after I try this, was this Cadbury milk chocolate from Superfra. Oh, all right. It has a more. Ours have a more creamy taste. Like it feels like it's more milky. But Do you get what I mean by like sweetness? Sweetness, in the yeah, isn't the first thing you taste. It's more, yeah. But also this one, um, richer. Yeah, like the UK one <clears throat> also tastes very <clears throat> um similar throughout. Mm -hmm. So near the beginning and the end, it still tastes like the same chocolate. But here, I feel like it. Um, I don't the know, flavor like, gets richer and nuttier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So wait, why is this oh, better? I don't that's know. something that I actually don't like about Hershey chocolates. Like everyone says that Hershey's a classic and all of that shit. But then for me, whenever I eat Hershey chocolates, the end note is too nutty for my liking. Okay, yeah, I'm, I don't know much about chocolate. So I, don't know. Wait, I feel like I have to try another one. So I don't actually know. What's up. <laughs> okay, here, I'll, I'll do the true ASMR. Actually, I don't know how much I'll pick up. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I gotta save some because come next week when the podcast is out, mm -hmm. I feel like some of our guests will like text us and be like, yeah. hey, show us what this chocolate is or give us some of this. All right, now compare it to the other chocolates. Hey, wait. I need to reset with that so I can... <laughs> oh, fuck. I would end up eating so much chocolate. Okay, okay. so... I I have a lint. I don't think you Swiss should eat classic. like a whole piece of the European chocolate because we can't get that. Okay, so I have a lint classic. I mean, I also think I should open these better so we can like save them for later type of thing because I feel like I'm just butchering it when I open these. Put it in a plastic bag. And the way I'm peeling this apple right now, I haven't peeled an apple or cut an apple in so long. I feel like this. It's pretty bad. He's in mom. Oh no, it's pretty good. Like you know when you cut I mean, it. how how do you guys normally cut your apples? I I'll I'll half it and I'll half each half, and then I'll take out the core, and then I don't usually peel the skin, and then that's exactly what I do. So Are I you? halved it, and then I created so, a little divot out of the middle to take out the core. Oh god, I broke this one so bad. Nice, good job. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I just snapped it. Okay, okay, this is lint Swiss chocolate now. I feel like I should be on a prairie cutting this apple this way. Like pushing it against my thumb. Oh, that tastes completely different. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know anything about chocolate. I just know they taste different. <laughs> but different, but the same as this one near the end. I don't know how to explain it. Just just try it and 
I'll, I'll see if you um you get what I'm saying. I mean, I feel like I just have to drink water. I don't know if apples are really helping me here. Okay, so I took a bite of the chocolate. The lint. The lint Swiss chocolate. I feel like we have enough chocolate for like. I mean, that's because we usually eat healthily, but I feel like this. There's a lot of chocolate. Are you kidding me? We got four bars of chocolate and we got a Smarties thing too. Mm. I feel like the beginning tasted the same as the Cadbury Canadian one. Yeah. No, 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 sorry. The ending is no, definitely no, no. different. It's no, no, less no, no, nuttier. No, no. It's a little bit sweeter. Really? I think it's, it's a little opposite. bit lighter. I think it's opposite. Really? Sorry, sorry. I meant the end is very similar and the beginning was different for me. The very first taste was, was different. I mean, you can have another piece if you want. I think the lint one is a little bit more aromatic and it's less rich and less nutty. I'm not going to lie. I think I like it's the... a little sweeter. So the far of the three bars I tried... I like the... You're pointing at the apple, sir. No, I know. <laughs> I, I, I would need to cleanse my oh, palate here. before I try another piece. Uh, so far, I like the the Cadbury Galaxy one. Is it Cadbury? Yeah. Yeah, I think I like the UK one better. It just doesn't taste as heavy. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does not. Okay, I'm going to try the No Name brand now. My favorite brand, No Name. Shout out to No Name. This become like a muk, um, a mukbang. Muk oh yeah, this tastes like <laughs> what I paid for. <laughs> Compared to the other two chocolates, this is very on par of what I paid for. <clears throat> I can see why. Does it taste like a Hershey? It tastes slightly more stale. I don't know how. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> like the other ones, actually taste better. I don't know how to explain it. Hmm. Like, it tastes so sugary, and, like, you don't get any of the, I don't know. Like, like the darkness of it is completely oh, yeah. gone. It yeah. just feels like it's pure sugar, and it tastes slightly stale it, compared to the other two. I'm sure I'm okay. sure it's not actually stale. This flavor, yeah. this um, stale-ish, just sugar, less depth flavor is kind of how I taste Hershey chocolates. Like, especially when you eat those chocolate coins. This is what that reminds me of. I mean, I want, I wish like a caviar company would sponsor us. Let's <laughs> try some caviars here. <laughs> I've actually never tried caviar. I don't think I would like it. I don't think I've tried. I don't think I've tried like official. Like I think there's knockoff caviar too. I got sushi. Like caviar is the babies of sturgeon, right? Yeah. I think you can get stuff of other fish that is lower quality and lower like value that looks like caviar but isn't caviar and they like you know or like peasants like us who doesn't eat this often we won't tell that we won't oh. know the difference actually i'm a liar i have tried caviar but in a tiny amount like on top of a dish and it oh. just tasted a tiny bit salty That's i feel all. like i feel like yeah i feel like most people probably have like a tiny amount on some mm -hmm. dish at some fancy restaurant they've, they've been I believe it was at the Mark downtown Edmonton. We gotta stop shutting all these restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pay us, please. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's try the Smarties one. 
So this is, uh, I think, Viv, if you guys go on the, the Instagram page, you'll see the picture. It's like a Smarty Eggs for Easter, I'm assuming. is. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. I tried the the Galaxy one, and it's a lot creamier and better. It just tastes, I don't know. I also feel, doesn't it taste more consistent? Like, from, mm -hmm. from start to finish, it tastes the same thing. Like, I feel like the... The Cadbury milk one gets a little bit too dense in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like near the end, it's like yeah, too thick in your yeah, mouth and it starts getting it. dry, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If you eat like a literal square that they've pre preformed for us, it it's gets too lot. thick. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the Cad Cadbury Galaxy, it tastes the same like, throughout. Yeah, and it's smoother. It doesn't get thick in your okay, mouth. Okay, let's, let's so try this. I'm excited to try the Smarties. Because I feel like the Smarties is a very consistent one we can compare to. Because I'm sure our childhoods, we've always tried or had Smarties. So the smartest piece is inside too. Oh no, it's broken. And then it's also a chocolate egg. So I'm gonna rip a little bit of this. So this is UK Nestle. I just had the egg. I prefer mini M&Ms over Smarties. I think they taste significantly different, and Smarties I, are subpar. Wait, when you get a flurry, do do you get a Smarties flurry? Yeah, Oreo. Oh, fuck? Oreo all the way, Oreo, dude. When they get mint Oreo. Oh. Okay, so the chocolate egg tastes like not that good compared to the Cadbury Galaxy. I'm gonna try the actual Smarties. Does, okay. does, do the colors make a difference in Smarties? No. I actually looked this up before. It's all just candy coating. I want to say this tastes very, very similar to a normal Canadian Smarties, but a little bit less of that thick flavor. Like you know the <laughs> thickness. I I don't know how to explain. All right, yeah. This, so the shell just tastes like any. any it actually tastes like a Canadian chocolate, chocolate doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So the, the shell of this little egg Smarties egg thing doesn't taste that great. It tastes, it tastes like any standard chocolate. It tastes better than the No Name brand, but maybe on par, a bit lower than the Cadbury from Canada or the Lint from Canada. Okay, so Viv's trying the Smarties now. I mean, I guess we're not based on Smarties. What was your What was your opinion on the Smarties? I thought it tastes very similar to a typical Smartie, but it felt like it had a bit more of that Cadbury Galaxy compared to the Cadbury Canada Dairy Milk. It had a bit more smoothness yeah, to it. I agree. Than a than a normal Smartie. Less nuttiness. I think one reason why I don't like Smarties that much is because I can taste a bit more nuttiness in the chocolate. Um, I didn't buy a box of Smarties because I don't like Smarties, so I didn't want to have a whole box to, to deal with. <laughs> Because mini M and M's taste so much better. I mean, especially I one in the one in like the tube. Wait, what's the I difference? Love those. I don't know. I felt it's the shape. The shape's definitely different. Mm, maybe, maybe it's a chocolate to like candy coating ratio. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. The Smarties are very much coated. Like, mm -hmm. there's a more more surface area and less volume in the Smarties compared to exactly. All right, so that's um that was a uh, just a weird thing we did. Just because I got U UK chocolate, I want to just try what the actual difference is. Because like I felt like if we just tried the UK chocolate, we're like, oh, doesn't this just taste like our chocolate? But until we taste our chocolate, then we'd be like, oh, our chocolate's either better or worse. I think the Smarties eggshell was in a first was, world, third world country, guys. Yeah, <laughs> the eggshell or the the giant egg thing was not that good. The Cadbury Galaxy, I actually like it. If, if chocolate always tasted like that here, I would actually enjoy chocolate a bit more. Hmm. Um, and then the rest were just tight. Definitely the no-name brand was probably the worst. I'm a little bit surprised because I feel like Cadbury milk used to always be my favorite growing up. 
But now that I'm retrying it again, because I haven't had a chocolate bar in a God knows who's long, how long? Maybe back in, maybe a lot. I think the last time I actually had a chocolate bar was like in high school. But I actually like lint better now. I had a funny story about chocolate bars. <clears throat> so um, when, we were, when I was a kid, I went on a field trip with schoolmates. And I think this one, my mom actually came with me. Because, you know, sometimes the parents have to come and help supervise and stuff. My mom never, ever volunteered. My mom was, uh, does not exist to the school. No, my uh, my mom volunteered this time. And then we had lunch. And my mom was vegetarian, so I had a Mr. Big for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty good, and I couldn't finish it because I was a little kid back then. But it was, like, the actual like big size Mr. Big, not, like, the little tiny ha- Halloween size. That wasn't a healthy lunch, but uh, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> I was super hyper after, and I fell asleep really fast after. I've never actually tried a Mr. Big before. Really? Yeah. It's, I don't know how to, do we got to do a chocolate I never bar. tried a Ferrero shit either, did you know that? Really? Yeah. You never tried a Ferrero? <laughs> it's because it has nuts on it, so I'm like, I'm probably not going to like it. Wait, are you allergic to nuts? I'm not. I just don't like the nutty flavor that I've been mentioning. Dude, Ferrero's pretty good. Mm. Like, I don't like chocolate, but I like Ferrero. I like Mr. Big. Uh, I I like Mr. Big more than O. Henry. I think never it's never tried an O. Henry either. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> Wait, have you had a Reese peanut butter I cup have before? Not. It's because it's peanut butter. I don't like peanut butter. You, you think you're better than us? <laughs> is, is, is that what's going on? Do you think you're just oh, yeah, better than baby. us? <laughs> oh yeah. Gonna... Do you think you're just better than all these? I've kids? I've never had a Toblerone either. Because does Toblerone has nuts in it? It looks like something that would have nuts in uh, it. Uh yeah. Well, I I didn't have a Toblerone until I was like oh shit Toblerone Toblerone. Damn. Shredding water over again. Oh my goodness. Every single time I use that word, I'm like, shred, 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 shred. Which one's better? Um Yeah, I haven't had it I didn't have a Toblerone until I was like mid teens. Like till I was like sixteen. Because I always thought that it was lower class lower what quality compared to like Mr. Big and stuff. I don't know. I always thought it was just not it was gonna be not as good. Really? You haven't seen the commercials where people like Make Toblerone seem like really fancy chocolate because that was my impression of Toblerone that it was a really fancy chocolate and I think that was probably another reason why I would never tried it because I just thought of myself as a peasant. Did they ever hand those out on Halloween? If they didn't hand it on Halloween, I probably not. never tried it. That's out. why. Okay, maybe it's maybe that's actually why. Chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Because if they never hand it out, because that was my like we've never went out and bought chocolate bars. We always yeah. just got it from Halloween and that was our experience. So if Halloween only gave me raisins, I would have never tried chocolate bars. My parents wouldn't buy any because they'll be like, you'll just get it from Halloween. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Okay. Well, that was our uh, chocolate testing. <laughs> Again, this is just a weird thing. Um, shout out to Izzy. Got me some chocolate from UK because I keep hearing it's great. He also said something about some noodles. Some uh, pot noodle or something. Pot noodle. No, like they have a brand called Pot Noodle, I think. Yes. So, so here, I think our most popular is cup noodle or like you ever get the kimchi bowl noodle or kim- the Korean flavor bowl noodle or the cup noodle. Cup noodle would be like chicken flavor or whatever. I think that's the most most popular or most common one here. Oh, should I actually butcher this one cut for this apple? Uh, I can <laughs> but then in the UK, uh, Izzy was telling me pot noodle is what they kind of lived on. Yeah, and he said well, um, really, when his really wife comes, he's, he's 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 gonna get me some pot noodle. So I'm I'm pretty excited to try it. I mean, I'm down to try every t- type of instant noodle. Did you ever go to that instant noodle factory in uh, Japan? Oh my god, I did not. Ooh, oh wait, do I have pictures? I wanna show I you what I made. To go. 
So you know the brand Tsutsinya thing? Yes. Uh, so I that's um. A song on my, my... They have a song. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. They had a, they had a song. Wait, yeah. how 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 do I, how do I describe to the non Chinese viewer what Tsutsinya thing is? It's the little boy running with the ramen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the brand. I'm surprised you haven't heard the song then. No, I haven't heard the song. So, for my RDS, I didn't have all the games. R- like the. What's RD? R- oh, sorry, not RDS. That's a work thing. For my DS. <laughs> <laughs> for okay. my Nintendo DS. Sorry. Um, I never bought like the actual games. I just bought this black market one where you just download the games. Right. And you could upload songs onto there too. So instead of having an iPod, I would just play songs off of my DS. And I had that Chatinya thing song on there. Oh. I remember back in the day you had to like record for ringtones or like oh, buy yeah. them or some shit. You'd be like, shh, shh, shh. Oh my God. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I have to record this radio song. Yeah. So when I got, I'm trying to find the picture, but I probably can't find it. Um, When I got the, when I went to the museum in Japan, let's see where it was again. Pan Cup Noodle Museum is in Yokohama. Is it? No, I don't remember it being this nice. Oh, I just realized Yokohama sounds like Oklahoma. Wait, hold <laughs> up. Was it here? I don't remember the streets being this nice. I remember it was in the buttfuck nowhere. Oh, no, it is Yokohama because I remember this row. So there's pretty much a giant like wall full of different noodles. Different cup noodles. Yeah, right here. If, if you check it out. Cup noodles. Oh, no. This is in Museum Osaka Ikeda is where I went. Japan Cup Noodle Museum Ikeda. Yes. In the Ikeda Museum is where I went. And then we got to make our own. So, like, you get to pick the flavorings and the toppings. Oh, I heard. Uh, so, just showing Viv here. So, there's, like, dried corn. There's a little egg thingy. So, it's, like, a little dried egg thing. There's oh, beef. The there's, I think that's chives. What did you add in yours? The shrimp. I think I added like two proteins or I think you can add four things. I think like two or three of them are protein. Are they extra? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. They don't care about us American greedy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, no, no extra. Uh, I think, dude, the flavors they had were pretty insane though. They had I'm like, curious. they had tomato. Okay, fine. I'll fucking find this. Okay, if I were to say off the top of my head what I'd probably be interested in making, if I could make my own instant noodle cup, it would probably be a curry. Cause I they had curry flavor. I fucking love curry. Yeah. Probably add some egg thing, whatever the egg thing was, because I love eggs. Maybe some beef, but I don't know. I feel like I've had some instant noodles that had like dried beef pieces, and those don't, those just don't really hit. <laughs> It just tastes like weird little chunks of something. Okay, so the ones there actually taste like beef. Oh, shit, really? So, like, their cup noodles there, when you make your own, taste significantly better than a typical cup uh, noodle. I should have. So, so the, the flavoring was better. The toppings... I, I think the thing is, they might dehydrate the toppings a little less because they know it's going to be used... Not used, but, like, made in this, hmm. like, museum setting. Um, and then, so everything just tasted better, like more real. Like the corn tasted more. You, you ever had like cup noodle and there's like a corn piece in it and it tastes yeah, like it like, tastes like, like a fucking random, rock? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it just tastes gross and it's like the worst texture ever. But the one they have done this apple guys here was pretty good. Um, let's see. Okay, so 
The soup flavors is the cup noodle original flavor, the cup noodles curry flavor, seafood Ooh, flavor, that and the tomato you flavor. You can't pick your noodles too, because I really like the fat noodles, like the shin ramen noodles. The that's not even cup not noodle like, anymore. Then. But then, you know, this is like specifically cup, cup noodle. noodle no, no, no. You know? This is the cup noodle brand. Mm. Uh, but yeah, if you guys just want to search, it's Cup Noodles. Uh, it's pretty much their website. You go to exhi- exhibitions and attractions, and then there's the My Cup Noodles factory. So yeah, shit ran around fat noodles, like the fatter noodles. Those, nah, those I like I like amazing. these skinny noodles. They're pretty bomb. Nope. Anyways, so there's these four flavors. I think I had the curry one. It's either the curry or seafood, but I was it really interested in the chili tomato. Soup, noodle, curry, seafood, and chili tomato. Yeah, yeah I would definitely do curry. I love curry. And then the, the toppings actually tasted good. So the toppings, they had Hyoko Chan fish cake. Oh, so that little white oh, duck, yellow thing is a thing. fish cake. They're like... I actually don't remember garlic chips. I don't remember garlic chips. They have green beans, cheese, I remember. Crab-flavored fish cake, I remember. Corn, I remember. I don't remember kimchi. There's shrimp, uh, green onions, eggs, I remember. Minced pork, I remember. And minced chicken, I don't remember. Ooh, I don't um, know. There Min- was minced Min- beef. Chicken does not sound appetizing. Yeah, there was minced beef also. But this okay. was actually a really no, fun wait, museum. Up. So I would choose. You get to pick four, right? I think it was four toppings and one soup base. Okay, so I would pick curry, the fish cake thing, because it just looks cute as fuck. Okay. Mm-hmm, probably the crab-flavored fi- fish cakes. The... Ooh, I'm a little bit torn. Egg, cheese, or green onions. Because I think I love loading up my noodles or any food really. No, you can only pick four. Shit ton of green onions. So, ooh, I don't know. Okay, you know what? Eggs don't fit. (laughs) (laughs) Eggs don't fit. Okay, cake. Eggs too often. Or not cake. Fish cake. Oh, fish. I was going to say fish cake, fish cake, and. Okay, so the fish cake, the crab. Flavored fish cake? (laughs) The crab. Flavored fish cakes, green onions, and uh, let's just—I was gonna say cheese, but actually, let's go garlic crisp. I think that's what I would do. I think I thought the garlic chips was beef, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm actually not like, sure now. Oh, it's so real, it's so fresh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I actually got beef. I think I think they had beef at the time, so I got beef, shrimp, corn. Mm. And I forget what my last one was. I think it was the Hyoku Chan fish cake because it looked cute. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to take out my, my like crab flavor yeah, fish over. cake. No, it's not. You already made it. They just sealed it. Oh They're goodness. putting it in the I'm wrapper so right now. It's, it's over. It's the worst trip ever. <laughs> uh, anyways, that was my little story on cup noodles. Yeah, and then you can draw your own cup noodles. So you can make your own. So first you draw on the cup and then they make the, the, the noodle for you. So I drew the tzatzina thing, the, the little oh. boy running with the ramen on here. And it's not actually cup noodle brand, but that's what I drew in there. And then yeah, that was uh that was pretty fun. We we spent quite a bit of time here. It was, it was a pretty cool place, like a uh, pretty cool museum. I'm I'm always into like museums though, so that's kind of my thing. So when I go on vacation and stuff, I think it looks pretty cool. Yep. Uh, anyways, where were we before this? What were we talking about? Shall we go back to our main topic of the oh, podcast? Yeah. <laughs> It's been an hour, by the way. Damn, all right, let's start, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, so since it's our kind of anniversary, not really anniversary, but it's our 25th podcast, pretty much half a year. We, we've been through six pretty months, much. and we just want to go through what we think of it, how we feel about it, and also, like, just a quick recap of some of our old podcasts. You know you know how, like, in, in animes, when they run out of content, and they need an episode in between, and they do, like, a recap of all the previous episodes of the season? 
that's pretty much what we're doing right now. We're just doing a recap filler. Also, I'm I'm, I'm going to call Vivo on this one. She always checks her phone during the podcast, and it's so fucking annoying. Wait, I have to let someone know something. Because we have guests, like, looking at us and speaking, and then she'll be on her phone, and I'll be like, damn, stop. Fucking stop doing that. But anyways, yeah, so this is, like, our recap because we don't have content. Not not because we don't have content, but we truly wanted to do, like, a six month to see, you know, where we're at yeah. and what we're doing. So, okay, when we first started, how did you feel about it? Um, it was pretty exciting, actually. I had a lot more fun. I'm, okay, so my memory is very terrible, so it's going to be kind of hard to recap and go back to how I was thinking or how I was feeling back then. But I remember before we started, I was a little bit nervous about being able to say my thoughts out right away because usually when I talk, I kind of, as everyone probably notices, sometimes I have long pauses or I scratch my words a lot. So, like, I'll Too say... slow in the brain. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. It's hard. It's yeah. actually so hard. Because I, when I'm talking to people, I usually try and use more specific words or words that I think will more accurately, more accurately describe what I want to communicate. But when you're talking on a podcast, you kind of have to do everything on a whim. And yeah. there's not a lot of room for error when it comes to what you're saying. So were you like genuinely before the first one a little worried that you don't know if you can provide any content to it? Not necessarily any content, but like, quality content or a quality be like a good speaker yeah so i don't know if our listeners ever tried this but it's actually so much different than a normal conversation sometimes especially as a host because uh we want to make the guests feel comfortable yeah and you kind of have to fill in all the gaps yeah in so conversation i think it's worse for us because we might have to use some more filler words especially because we're just starting this and we're learning this like this is an art form like conversing yeah in this way is an art form and it's not typical of like normal conversations completely like yeah, we try to make it as guys yeah we try to make this as like similar to a normal conversation as possible but sometimes i s- or we can tell that you know we got to fill in some gaps for them or we have to also ask like engaging questions so it's hard because we're trying to receive information, but at the same time, we have to generate a response in a fluid time. So that means yeah. like if we have too long of a pause after they say something and then we ask a question, it sounds very awkward, right? Mm-hmm. So like we're trying to actively listen and absorb all the information. And then it's hard to think of what to say while you're trying to absorb information. Yeah, it's so hard because like for the last few years, I feel like I've been trying to train myself to be an active listener. Yes. And in order to become an active listener, you're not thinking of a, a response at all. Like yes. at all. You're literally just taking data. But when we're on the podcast, you kind of have to do both at the same time. And it's, it's pretty difficult. And also it's kind of different from a regular conversation because you cannot let anything drop. Like the conversation has to keep on going, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think it feels most natural when we go on tangents because yeah. it's literally just us talking. But then when we're talking about a specific subject or specific topic, sometimes it gets hard because, um, not that our guest isn't interesting, but like that part of the topic. Just trying to carry on that specific yeah. topic. It's a little bit and like, we may not have any like real information or experiences of that topic or that specific scenario. So it's just like blank for us, right? Yeah, and that's when like Jorge will come in and be like, Okay, so like random thought, totally unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of tangents. I pretty much, I'm same boat as as Viv. I try to like I've been trying more recently in the past few years to actively listen more. And I think one thing to do that is you have to take away your bias when you listen. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I take away my bias, I just like take away my brain too. Yeah, like, I'm not even like thinking. I'm just trying to like absorb and just not 
put any of my judgment into it. Exactly. And then when that happens, I feel like I can't generate a response fast enough. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of like when you're listening and you're, yeah, when you're actively listening, you're taking everything, literally nothing's going on in my brain. Like, I'm not going like, okay, like, maybe the only thing I'm going is, okay, okay, like, I understand that. I'm literally like, check mark, check mark, check mark with all the information that's getting fed into my brain. Yeah. And then if you say something that I don't understand, then it's like, eh. And everything just crashes. Yeah, everything just crashes. And then when you're like, okay, give me a response now. I'm like, holy shit, holy shit, give me a second. I need to collect all my data. Yeah, and it's it's important. I think it's really important to <clears throat> to like listen without bias because I feel like I've done it so many times in the past when I was younger, more immature, where I would have a bias based on the person or the tone they speak. So like, if someone have like that up speak, you know, like the mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about, you know, like this yeah. is what I'm saying, then automatically think, oh, this person's like like a blonde or this person doesn't know anything or, or this person's stupid right oh my goodness i was just gonna say someone we know talks like that but now i can't say anymore don't don't say it yeah yeah but anyways and then i love you by the way it's just crazy because if, if they if they if they speak like that my bias would be to think like that and all of a sudden if they throw something in like and then i shot someone then i'll be like what the fuck's going on now, right? Yeah. Because like, then I'll have a predetermined judgment of what this person is like. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they'll... Like, I'm I'm always wrong. Every time I have a predetermined judgment of anyone, I'm always wrong. Like, guaranteed. If I think a person is this way, I'm always like, oh shit, they're actually not completely like this. Oh, damn. Like, I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just shitting. Right, give me an example. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. Give me one that. on me. There you go. I thought Viv was... going to insult me some way somehow. You never get asking for this. <laughs> Actually, no. I think I felt like my judgment for you was kind of accurate. Oh damn! I thought you were a very popular type of girl, which you are. And then no, I don't think I am. Well, I think you try to be, motherfucker. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just friendly. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, uh, I didn't really think. My, I don't know. I didn't really have a opinion. Oh I man! I just thought you were. You know, I thought you were like one of the popular asian girls type of thing i was like oh, okay she's just one of those okay those people those people <laughs> <laughs> you know like fuck this is again so biased but it's like one of those you know asian girls that go to a lot of raves and party a lot mm-hmm. and you know talks about their science degree or some bullshit oh yeah they all talk uh, about their science <laughs> degree. they I all talk about know. coding and doing their podcasts every friday <laughs> yeah but clearly i was wrong right so here we are but yeah so the active listening part was very hard when I first started. So when we first initially started, I just thought, okay, we're just going to record. It's pretty much just us, me talking to uh, Viv and Wanksy at the time mm-hmm. about sleep. And we're just going to turn the mic on and we'll see what stuff we pick up and what stuff we don't. Right. Mm-hmm. Like half of me was thinking, man, are we even going to pick up anything from this mic while we're speaking? But surprisingly, the mic was really good. Yeah. And at the time we had zero like setup. We were on my couch the mic was on a coffee table. The laptop was like on my lap or something. And then the monitor was, or the, we, we were using the TV. Monitor, we right? were using oh, the yeah. full, the full TV. And it was just, there's no, it was just a, on the whim. Let's try this yeah, out. Let's we just have turn no this setup. on and record. Yeah. And we were yeah. all just sitting on a couch and chilling. So like in contrast right now, for example, we have a full setup. Like we have two mics, two, like three, three chairs, a monitor, laptop. We got, some software for this now we have everything plugged in the whiteboard we have paint markers for the yeah like we have a full chain, whole system yeah we have the a full get enclosure their paper yeah to write their notes on or their thoughts on does yeah there's a whiteboard with kind of an itinerary on how the podcast is going to go for the day there's soundboards behind us 
Yeah. So we have like a full step now. But when we started, it was literally just us on a couch with a mic yeah, on the coffee like, table. You guys want to sit here? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then we just started. And at first, I was just thinking, okay, let's just, we've always talked about this. Like, I think myself and Wayne, I think Viv maybe a little bit. We've always just talked about like, mm-hmm. oh, a podcast and stuff like that. And then we just went out and we did it. And I remember that was like one of the fastest two hours, maybe? Was it? Yeah. yeah it was the fastest two hours of my life. It felt like it wasn't two hours. And um, it was really fun. It was we, a lot of fun. Yeah, I was, was pleasantly was surprised by how much fun it was. And I was really excited. Yeah. So then since then, like I was saying before, that same night I bought a mic. And then I was telling Viv, was like, hey, let's just try to do this every week. Mm-hmm. And deep down at the very beginning, I was like, <laughs> Viv's probably going to flake out. Like, Viv's pretty flaky. She's probably going to flake out. Uh, pleasantly, she has been to every single podcast. Like, I was honestly thinking, okay, like, my, my in my brain, I was like, if Viv doesn't show up or Viv can't make it, I'm going to do this because I want to do it. And I, like, I hate depending on other people yeah. to, to actually do something. So, like, for example, Same. working out, I never work out with anyone because I never want to depend on someone to have to work out, right? Same. So, like, my whole mindset at the time was if Viv doesn't show up, I don't care. I'm going to do this. Like, the latest we'll do this is Sunday, but I don't care. I'm doing this and mm. it's going to happen before. I know. And the other thing I knew is like I had to do it every week because once you start missing a single week, I feel like you're like the the consistency is so important, even though if you don't have anything interesting to talk about. Yeah. It's like practice. Like it's exactly. like it's like when you're a kid, when I was a kid and going home and practicing every day, doing something like violin or something or piano, right? Like I'm sure most Asian people can kind of relate to this going home and practicing piano after school or whatever, right? If you don't consistently do it, you're going to be shit, which is probably like 90% of us, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to end up being that. So I was like, hey, we have to do this every week. And at the time, we didn't have a real schedule. We're like, it doesn't matter. It, has, it can be a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday. We just have to do it, right? I think now we've kind of nailed it down to a very like strict schedule. And now we've had, it's like, we'll record the week or the week we record, we'll actually upload it the week after. So we yeah. always have a buffer. So like if We're we miss, one week ahead. yeah, if we miss a day, we'll like, we have like six other days to potentially record and upload. Mm. Right. But like now we have a system, but back then I was like, I'm just going to do this for sure. Yeah. Um, I was talking to somebody about this recently and I don't remember who it was specifically, but I told them that the podcast is important to Alvin. So it's just as important to me, like even more so. So that's I mean, why I try to keep it up, you know? <laughs> I, if but you're not I, interested, well, no. you don't have to stay. <laughs> of I'm course I'm saying. interested. I'm just saying that if it's it's just as important to you, so I'll make it just as important to me. You know something I just noticed looking at my channel? You see how this one has our latest podcast, the birthday one, got 43 views. Mm-hmm. And everything else is like shit views compared. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's because uh, of Norman last week oh my goodness <laughs> it's because we had a famous person on we our had a podcast famous person. Uh, anyways we'll, we'll slowly get to that so we're let's just go through each one like the topics and how it went yeah but also i think each one kind of corresponds to a time in our life too right yeah like for you it some Holy of them shit. you had uh, some so like in the beginning it was like pretty fucking great and then for i think majority of like the middle section every single time you're like how's your week baby? i'm like fucking depressed <laughs> i think it was starting at the breathing one I don't know, man. I think the breathing one was the first when um Okay, like if you look Viv's at the heart got broken. Yeah, if you look at the timeline. Probably. No, I remember cuz I remember this, I remember where we did each one. So okay, so let's go through the sleep one first. I thought the sleep one was good, except I wish it was so much more organized because I actually am so passionate about the topic mm-hmm. and 
I have so much information about the topic. It's kind of a shame that I didn't have that much experience at the time yeah. where I couldn't share and organize the information I had in a better way. But whatever, it's it's done already. Maybe we'll do a sleep 2.01 day or something. I, I have no idea. But I'm glad we did it. I'm just a little sad that it could have been done better. Mm-hmm. Right. On a um, side note, I can see on the side of your YouTube subscriptions, you have like have, some some Wendover production, some practical engineering yeah. principles by whoever sports yeah. that, and then at the very top, Trap Nation. <laughs> yeah, so, so oh, well, it's 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 because they're live right now. That's that's oh, why I they're see, at the top. That's hilarious. But um, yeah, I have Dota stuff, sports stuff, engineering stuff. Dude, this one principles by Ray Ray Dal- Dalio. Yeah. Shout out to them. I watched the video from them. It's really I think cool. I watched them a lot too. I hear I hear Ray Dalio. Did you, a lot. Did you reach the one? Did you read the one? Or did you watch the one about the New World Order? I don't know. Oh, we, so. we have to I watch this one later. For a while. Oh, we have to watch this later. It's pretty sick. Anyways, so after this one, we did the Hobbies and Us. So that one was also really fun. That was really fun. So that was at uh, Viv's old place. Yes. And that was fun because it was very free flow. So I think we had two very different podcasts. So the sleep was kind of structured as in like I had a lot of information just to share with Viv and Wanksy and Viv and Wanksy would just like give mm-hmm. me feedback and stuff and ask me questions. We'll go on tangents. But this hobbies and us was just very relaxed and just us asking questions about each other's hobbies and stuff. Yeah. And it was really fun because I think um, I asked some pretty cool questions, I think, like kind of like if you had a lot of money and you could do whatever you want mm. kind of things. I think those are very intriguing questions when I ask people, especially if I don't not know them as well. But like if I don't know their passions or dreams as well, I think it's a very, very interesting question. But I always think. Questions where you have to like be a bit more imaginative is always very fun because you see where their brain's going. Yeah, and how they think about the world and money. And I remember that podcast in particular. Uh, I don't know if that's what I want to use. But I remember that podcast specifically. Um, when you asked us all these questions and then we talked about our hobbies and we started remembering like hobbies that we've lost and hobbies that we want to gain. Yeah. It was really eye-opening because i feel like i forgot about a lot of the things that i had interested in before yeah yeah and that i kind of like rediscovered just by mentioning and saying oh hey yeah you used to really like that maybe i should pick that back up sometime well like on that same note i always think sometimes when guests before they come on the show they're like oh i'm not interesting i don't have anything to talk about and mm-hmm. i feel like every time they've said that we've gone through two hours with them like yeah easy. for like, sure like they say they don't have much but i feel like we know some questions to ask them to get them talking, but we'll start talking about something and we'll all go on a like tangent about yeah. some random thing that and they'll we see remember. how easy it is and yeah. how like, comfortable it is. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I also remember that one was really fun. Uh, the next one was the upbringing one with uh, Tanzu. Mm-hmm. So this was cool. So we want Tanzu on because he had a very cool childhood. Um, I didn't know it until you until you told me. I yeah. just would have assumed that he had a normal childhood. So I was just asking him out of the blue. And then I was like, whoa, 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 hold up. Do you want to be on the podcast for this? And then that's how it kind of got started. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that your childhood and my childhood was really different. I always thought like most Asians growing up in Edmonton, we have a very generally similar childhood. Yeah. But you like you have a lot of family in Vancouver. You move back a lot yeah. in the summer and stuff. So that, that made it a lot different from how mine was. right? So that was very interesting. But it's also cool because, again, I have this, you know, judgment of how people I think are, you know, oh, you grew up in Ra- and was born and raised in Edmonton and you're Asian. You know, yeah. I think your childhood's probably very similar to mine, but surprisingly, it's probably not. Yeah, it was surprising how everyone's was so different. Yeah, because like when I see my friends in like elementary and stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, we probably do all the same things. But we, 
now that I'm thinking back, we probably don't. Like, there's so many different families out there with so many different conditions and so many, you know, different scenarios and family members and other stuff, external factors that makes all our childhood so different. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew some of my friends when I was growing up and in, like, elementary school and junior high that it was different because some of them would have, like, vacation houses mm. or, like, cabins. And every summer, every single summer, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to the cabin. We're going to our vacation house or our boat house. And I'd be like, oh, does anyone want to, like, come back to the park with me <laughs> like tomorrow to hang out? I but think- then at the same time, I would always go to Vancouver, like, every summer. Right. I think what I remember most is most of the kids in my school or my grades and my classes, they were all like part of the same church. So they all saw each other more oh. than just school. And I was, I was always going to temple and like I was yeah. the only one that was going to temple. So I was like, oh, this is weird. But it was, it was weird. Cause like, I think at the time I was a little jealous, like as a kid, yeah. I was like, oh, like it's cool. They get to see each other on like a Sunday or something and they get to hang out there too. Whereas I'm just like sitting at the temple and just chilling there. <laughs> But um, yeah, that was the one thing I did notice was a lot different when I was a kid. But I think at the end of the day, it's it's what made us, but it's not what like we still have some decision on who we are, right? Yeah, so of that's, course. That's nice to know. Uh, after that, we did the socializing and social media. So this was big for me because I wanted to um, one kind of get a grasp of how everyone's doing out there so this was kind of me like asking everyone's like how you know like it was during covid i was like you know how socializing Mm -hmm. working for everyone right uh how's it work for us so we can share to other people to let them know like you're not alone like you're not the only one who is stuck in the house right now or Mm -hmm. something like that but also i wanted to let everyone i was like this is why i'm not on social media there's very specific reasons and it's by design it's not by accident like i choose not to do it and I'm okay with that and it makes my life happier. And a part of me was hoping, I hope you take this as a lesson to, you know, calm down with the social media a bit more. Like it's made me happier Mm -hmm. and it might help you. It might not. I I don't know, but just, you know, this is my thoughts on it, right? Because I think I'm one of the rare people who don't really use it, right? Yeah, I remember when we were talking about that and how different of a perspective I had from you and Wangsty. On that and how you guys are like, yeah, fuck social media. It's not a big deal or whatever. I don't care. Okay. And I was like, I love social media for reaching yeah. out to friends. But at the same time, I also mostly just use it as like a messaging platform and like over posting because I feel like I don't post a lot of stories and things that often. I, I think it's one of the things where the goods of it can make it really good, but the mm. bads of it can also make it really bad. It's yeah. like the ultimate double-edged sword right like Mm -hmm. it can be really good but it can also be really bad for a lot of people and for me i just thought the good was not worth the bad so that's why i just didn't use it and i still don't really use it that's why viv's doing our our jv instagram but it's slightly unfortunate because i have a podcast i don't really use use social media but i feel like i always have these ideas but the good part is i think and i hope people think my ideas are genuine because i I don't have the social media to create these ideas it's just me thinking of things i think are cool I was just going to say, if you're like closed off from the world, essentially in a way, by not using social media or all that stuff, all the, all the ideas that you come up with are kind of like natural and... Slightly. So it comes... So I think some of mine may come more from like news. Like um, sometimes I like look at some random Snapchat stories. Um, I wouldn't say that's really social media. I would think that's more like watching short videos. Yeah. Uh, mostly it's like, ooh, you know, girl with big titties. I'll go look at this. All right. <laughs> And then on YouTube, like I said, I like watching like engineering stuff, 3D printing stuff, some Dota stuff, some sports stuff on YouTube. So I get a lot of information on that. Actually, okay, quick question. What's your 
biggest thing on your YouTube. Like, if I go on my YouTube right now, oh. it's going to be fucking... Not embarrassing, mean, but... What do you mean biggest thing? So, pretty much, like, your feed is going to be what you usually like to watch, right? Okay, so, like, your recommendation? So, okay, I'll do a quick description of some of my feeds. So, I like to watch some MXR Plays videos. This is MXR Plays is just a channel. They would just do funny reviews of videos. I actually use this as, like, background noise. So, when I'm doing oh, yeah. something else, I just leave it on. Uh, I watch a lot of Dota stuff. I watch a lot of Sportsnet. So, Sportsnet, just, just hockey. Like, um... The Oilers are doing shit. I like to see that. The Oilers are doing good. I also like to see that. Um, and then I also like uh, Paolo from Tokyo. I don't know if you guys ever watch him. He's a really cool dude. Uh, he just do, does a lot of cool Japan content. And it's, it's usually like... Um, the videos I like the most from him are like... This is what a Japanese fire... Or this is the day in the life of a Japanese firefighter. Or day in the life of a Japanese ramen shop owner. Or something like that, right? And then another one I'm big on is random food videos. So like Mikey Chen, Strictly Dumpling. I don't know if you guys ever watch him. Oh, I used to watch him. Yeah, but I I rarely watch him now. It's just too much content. Like, you know what I mean? Like when there's just, when they make so much videos and stuff, it's so hard for me to keep up. Yeah. And then, okay, the two things I've been getting more into lately is um, tiny apartments. You ever see those videos of like really, really small apartments? And then they like show like how the they how, how they use the space. And then the other thing is um like the camper van videos. Like I'm always so intrigued when people put their whole life in like a single van and oh, yeah, they just live like out of it. Living in a van is becoming so much more common now. Yeah. So those are some of the things I like to watch a lot. Um I like to watch Brad Owen's poker stuff. Just he has a really he has a really, I don't know, cool voice and he has really cool um I guess information about poker like i i've never really played poker and i'm not bragging about anything i just like to listen to him he has cool info about it he seems very knowledgeable so it's really cool mm-hmm. and then that's just a bunch of random engineering stuff like Shouldn't. practical engineering and stuff i was gonna say you should name the topics on the top of your home page so he has like dota 2 ray dalio camper vans restaurants yeah Elden well that's Ray, what i just did this whole time ice hockey oh you're going down that list i was going through this whole list right now <laughs> i was literally no, explaining going down the videos but then those are the topics at the top right oh oh the topics at the top like for my topics at the top i have podcasts cooking shows volleyball weight training clothing conversation hot sauces <laughs> okay oh, hot sauces is probably from watching hot ones i watch hot ones a lot i used to uh i used to watch a lot of volleyball videos before i go play volleyball Oh, yeah, to try to get too. inspiration to like hit better. Yeah. But it never worked. <laughs> so then I stopped. <laughs> I was like, I'm not hitting any better by watching these. But yeah. Oh, sometimes I like to watch uh, stuff like Matt Stoney. You ever mm. seen him like eat a fuck ton of food? Yes. It's just so surprising when I see that. I was like, holy shit. This is it's, I'm actually a, like a pretty big fan. Like I'm actually so sad when he doesn't finish it. I'm like, no, I just oh want to see him finish God. all the food. Like when he has like that giant gummy bear and he goes through half of it. I'm like, no, oh, just finish it, Matt. <laughs> Anyways, uh, where were we on that? We were on the first socializing. Okay, so on my YouTube, I have, if anyone knows who Miss Mango Butt is, I think she's the most hilarious person ever. She's just a... Uh, she have a big butt? No, no, no. She's just she's like a small Korean girl, but she just talks a lot. And oh, she does really? like vlogs and whatever. And I just have her, I always play her vlogs like in the background whenever I'm like getting ready or just chilling. And it's just kind of entertaining. And... There is Brian Lagerstorm on here, and he's a chef. I can't spell that. Brian L A G E R Strom. Oh, 
wife. Why is everyone searching for his wife? Oh, I don't wife hot? I don't no. Know. Never mind. It's just. <laughs> why, I don't know why, why do you gotta be like, no? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like that was the first yeah, thing that popped up when I was typing his name, right? So I was like, why is everyone searching for his wife? His wife comes on and tries the food after he's done cooking. Oh, but I okay, like cool. the I like the layout of his videos. And then. Um, volleyball is the next one. That's uh, oh wait! Shout out to volleyball. <laughs> shout wait, out to volleyball. Wait, how do you spell it? Fa or like fa? Volleyball. volleyball. Okay, wait. Yo, shout out to volleyball. And then the Go next watch thing that's recommended on my homepage is Bar and Geo's. Yo, um, volleyball with thirty-eight subscribers podcast. and five hundred forty-two videos. Go check them out, guys. It's a cool, it's a cool channel. Um, if you want to ever see cool, if you ever want to watch content. us play volleyball? There you go. Yeah, there it is. And then there's Andrew Huberman's podcast on here. Oh, then yeah. it's First We Feast. Then there is Michelle Choi. She's another vlogger. Um, I usually just play her stuff in the background too because she just talks and lives her life. Dude, so when I was looking at the then camera. Then there's Jeff Nippard. Oh, yeah. I fucking love Jeff Nippard. And there's a Gordon Ramsay video. Then there is a ASAP Science video. Fucking love it. Then there's a D News video, all which right, is right. another one. Then there's cool. a Wired there's Anna Kana. I love Anna Kana. Anyways, that's what I watch. Okay, so I was looking at the, the camper van stuff, and I stumbled upon this girl, Nikki Delventhal. Mm-hmm. And I thought her videos was kind of interesting, but it was mostly because she was pretty hot. Oh, damn. Like, look, she. I think she used to be a ex-cheerleader or something. She's really pretty, hey? Really pretty. And in all, her, like- in all her videos, she doesn't have makeup because she's just like in her camper van, right? And she looks yeah. just like that. I was like, wow, she's very naturally pretty. Very yeah, symmetrical she face. Really naturally pretty. She kind of reminds me of this girl named um, Brooklyn Hillenbrand. And Brooklyn Hillenbrand is another. Brooklyn uh, Hillenbrand. Hillenbrand. She's a fitness person. Images. Oh shit, kinda, she's right? ripped. Holy fuck. Yeah. She's crazy ripped. They kind of look alike, right? No, not even the same. Okay, I'm just racist, I guess. Yeah, not all white girls. <laughs> not all white girls look the same. Kid. I thought their facial features kind of look similar. Hey, you, who's joking? Me or you? You? <laughs> Nikki Delvin Thal. I don't know how to spell her name. I think she looks so much more naturally pretty. Wait, she has makeup on though. I mean, I guess it could be the angles. Okay, she is pretty pretty. You know I guess really there's pretty? makeup. Wait, isn't that a lot of makeup or not a lot? I don't know. I can't actually see her face that clearly from here. Oh yeah, you don't fucking have glasses <laughs> on. All right, cool. Yeah, um, what other podcasts do we have? So next one was the Halloween one. I really liked the Halloween one. That was really fun. So that was where we had four people. That was the first time doing four people. Yes, yes. It was really fun because we talked about all our fears. And I think that, that was, was a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot, a lot of fun. I felt like um, I took a lot of time to organize that too because I was thinking of the specific things to ask everyone, specific scenarios to ask everyone. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. And I feel like we got very engaged in the conversations. So that was a very fun podcast. But the other thing is, what I learned is sometimes the ones that I think are fun, like fun for me to do and like fun as in there was a good atmosphere. Yeah. It's still a good podcast, but some of the ones that I think the atmosphere wasn't as high, like me and Viv kind of have a judgment of like, oh, this podcast went really well. The conversations went really good. And some of them, the ones that I thought didn't go as well, like I have feedback that, oh, they love that one too. I was like, what the hell? Like I have no, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. So it's very, it's a nice surprise. But that being said, we haven't really gotten many bad comments from our friends because they're really supportive of us. Fuck you, never coming back. <laughs> yeah. 
So okay, the yeah, next Hogan was really fun. It was really cool trying those bean things that yeah. just Chris had. The beans beans things and then things. Just like I don't know, talking about our fears. For some reason, talking about something so vulnerable makes it feel so humanized. Yeah, and it's like, a lot I feel more so, easier to talk about it in some ways, right? Because you're just kind of diving into your own self. I feel like when you talk about your fears with someone, you gain some type of connection. Like, oh, I know your vulnerability. You know yeah. my vulnerability, but it's okay. Like, we both understand the fears, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice. And then uh, next was the non-conspiracy theory one. So that was when you talked about all the woo-woo shit with the tinfoil yeah, yeah. hat. That was, that was pretty fun. Okay, I'll be honest. I thought you were going to do some more in-depth um, research on that one. Yeah, yeah. Just because, okay, if you guys don't know, when I do my research, it's like a full PowerPoint. <laughs> like, it's like a 30-page lecture. And I did a Word doc of notes. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's fine. It was still a fun one that we I got. I felt like when I was doing the research for that one, it felt like there was a lot of bullshitted away. Oh, I see. Like, if you look up conspiracy theories, you'll see a lot of random ones that you're like, I don't give a shit about this. Or, like, this, no one no one fucking knows about this. Or, like, the ones that everyone kind of knows about, it's like, should we even talk about this anymore? Uh, And so that was my dilemma. So I was like, "Hmm." I felt like this was going to be a really, really interesting topic. But when I was doing the research for it, I was like, there's already a lot of conspiracy theories that we already know about and we already have our opinions about. And it's kind of, like, overly discussed. Kind of like the 9-11 thing or... I don't know, other ones. But then there was also a lot of random ones that I'm like, is this even a conspiracy theory or did this website just make this up on the spot? Yeah, I think the... It's tough because a good conspiracy theory is so, like, questionable. Yeah. Like, where there's... It can't... Like, the truth isn't completely true, Mm -hmm. but the lie isn't also completely... Like, it's not that way either, right? So it feels like it's very gray and it's very hard to talk about because there's so mixed opinions on it and no one's right because no one actually knows. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like depending on what conspiracy theory you pick, some people just might not care enough to say anything. It's like, oh, do you believe in this? Yes, no. Yeah. Versus if you're actually interested, then then like if you're talking about the Mayan calendar or like Mayan civilization and how, I don't know, maybe the past civilizations had better technology and they were more advanced than how we are today than like I could talk about that on and on and on but then maybe I don't know Butch would be like sure I had <laughs> you know? okay I had one back in the day and I thought it was I actually had no merit to talk about this because I don't know jack shit about politics mm-hmm. by the time I think in Alberta the NDP was the leaders or the you mm-hmm. know they were voted in and I thought my, my conspiracy theory was that the conservatives purposely threw the election, knowing that the federal election is coming soon and a crash is coming soon in oil. So then, mm-hmm. no matter whoever's like the leader, it's all going to be shit. Like everyone's going to be complaining about, you know, like no jobs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think I turned out being wrong about that. So. <laughs> I was, I'm pretty bad with politics. So know. that's why I never talk about if it. You're going to ask me my opinion about anything that the government does. I think everything's planned. And if, I feel like anyone that's in like the government or like high ups or they have like a shit ton of money, they're like, all right, I'm having a bad week. I need to make like like $50 million by tomorrow. And they're like, all right, I got you. Let's do this. We'll crash this market and you'll get your $50 million. Like, sure. I feel like that's how it kind of goes. Or they're like, oh shit, like the population is getting kind of high. You want to create coronavirus? Yeah, sure, <laughs> let's just do it. We'll make sure that we get the actual vaccination first so we don't get COVID at all. And then we'll release the vac- the vaccine to the public maybe in like two years. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like, they're, like they could be playing us so hard and we'll never know. I, I think I've said this... We're in all po- too scared to go to jail. I, I think I've said this in the podcast before where 
definitely if there's a bunch of people with money a lot of money and their self-interest is to make sure they maintain that money there has to be some like fuckery going on there has to be there has to be some fuckery now to the extent of like a full-blown like pandemic i'm not sure but definitely some fuckery going on yeah and i feel like if you have a whole bunch of people that are really used to having a lot of money and power for a long time then they kind of see like your average person like your middle class and your working class or your lower class as like their bait or their pawns to play with and this is how we control our world and oh we need to make yeah like the extra 50 million today okay we'll just like fuck over this 100 million in this city or we'll do some shit yeah they'll like it's like playing with ants or something yeah they they definitely think the common peasant is more disposable yeah um so the next one was the breathing podcast Uh, so this one i did a lot of research on Uh, pretty much i read a whole book on it and then i just explained to r star and viv about breathing I thought this one was uh, pretty good. I learned a lot from the book and I tried to summarize the points into like three main ones, which I think I talked about mostly in that podcast. Mm-hmm. It was a whole um, breathe through your nose, chew more and breathe less. I think was the three main points. Oh, yes. Not in order. I think in order was breathe through your nose, breathe less and chew more was the three main points. And it, was, it was nice because this one, if I did the sleep the same way, I would organize it something very similar where I just got like main points that kind of tell everyone right like yeah. okay, you might not get all the information but if you had to do three things out of this podcast these are the three i, I would recommend mm-hmm. right. i remember learning a lot about that podcast and the one takeaway that i have now is whenever i notice that my mouth is a little bit more open mm. and i'm slightly breathing <laughs> through my mouth i'm like close that shit you're gonna become ugly bitch <laughs> my uh my brother texted me he's like every time i sit on my desk now i'm always like consciously thinking about my breathing ever since i listened to that podcast <laughs> <laughs> like okay if i could backtrack and think about sleep i think the thing i the three main points i would say is get enough sleep and enough is different for different people but i'm pretty sure it's somewhere between seven to nine hours like if you think you can survive on like six hours of sleep you're in like a one percent of a one percent there's actually very few people that can legitimately be healthy and functioning with that many what about me well that's what you're fucked up (laughs) uh so get enough sleep don't look at your phone right before your sleep because the blue lights and all that shit's going to fuck up with your melatonin release. And the last point would be have like a winding down schedule. Like like kind of a 10, 20 minute routine before you go to bed that you always do to try to like wind yourself down. Because I feel like the hardest part about sleeping sometimes for me is not mentally thinking about something when I'm about to go to sleep. Mm, mm. Right. So having this winding down helps me a lot. Uh, next podcast is the Who Are We podcast. So I think this one was... Uh, it was just the two of us. It was just the two of us. It was soon after Viv's heart got broken. <laughs> and then we just wanted to... I thought it would be a fun one where we just talked about, you know, who we are, who's the people behind the voices. Yeah, I feel like that was actually very necessary for the podcast. Because we never got a chance to talk about who we are and just let the listeners know who they're listening to for the rest of all the episodes that they're going to be tuned into. Well, the other thing is, um, I also want people to know, one, we're both humans, and two, the biases we have was probably created from, like, who we are, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know anything about, say, you know, um, Spain, right? So if I start talking about it, I'm going to sound completely ignorant, so please be patient with me. Mm-hmm. But that's because I have no experience of that, right? So that's why having that, you can kind of see... We're trying to be as open-minded as possible, but we're just two kids. Yeah, but and this we is don't, who we're com- where we're coming from. Yeah, we don't know much. We're just two kids doing something that's fun, so it's just whatever, right? 
The next one we had Lynn, special guest all the way from Vancouver. And we talked about um independence. Is Lynn our only female guest on this podcast? No, no. Just Liz. Just Liz. Good. Joyce was on here. Oh, Joyce, Joyce. Good. Because I, I just mentioned that voice thing earlier. And I was like, I said she, so. <laughs> so I thought this was kind of fun. I thought Lynn was very into this one. Which oh, really yeah. Good. Like, it felt very, like, she was very engaged. And she really wanted to talk to us about it. I noticed that, too. I felt that, too. And I felt like we had a good topic going on. We had something we want to learn from her. And I think she also wanted to learn our experiences. Like, I feel like this was one of the ones where, like, the sleep and the breathing one, I was kind of teaching people something. Whereas this one, it's like, we're just sharing each other's experiences here. Uh Uh-huh. And we were definitely learning about her experience about moving to Vancouver, something that we've never done before. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, the big one is I kind of shared everyone my whole, like, philosophy on, like, relationships like friendships and stuff and the mm-hmm. whole bank account one. I think tracking back it was just, I think all relationships is like a bank account and, you know, you doing something for the relationship is a deposit to that bank account. You, you know, showing up when you said you'll show up as a deposit, you helping a friend know as a deposit and then you asking for a favor or doing other things is kind of a withdrawal, right? Mm-hmm. There's just certain conditions. Some bank accounts become infinite. Like, you know, if you have a really good friend, you could literally just not see each other for three years, come back and the conversation will start as you guys left off exactly that's i think a really cool concept that i still keep to this day like i still think of it like that Mm -hmm. i always think of not the number of accounts i have but the size of the accounts i have so i don't in other words it's not the number of people or friends i know because to be very honest um i have a very no i guess a fine line so like I don't have a lot of friends. I have a lot of like acquaintances oh. and colleagues. <laughs> no, this is the fast nine, okay? But like, I feel like I don't Tom's have a lot gonna of. gonna bust into the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's family. So I say family. <laughs> yeah, but in my perspective, it's I don't have a lot of friends. But that's because these group of people I call friends, I would do almost anything for them. Yeah. And the rest are just like acquaintances and colleagues. Mm. And I feel like that's how I've always treated. But that's why I don't need that many because I only want that. Like, I only want to set them out. Like, I don't yeah. need that many. And the reason is, like, I will do so much for them. Is why I have such a short, I guess, group or small group. of. Like, I feel like you have a lot of friends. Like I said, there's this fine line of acquaintances and friends. We may all say they're friends when I meet them, but... Oh, I see. Are there some people you think that I would call your friend, but you would call them an acquaintance? And I'd be like, oh, I mean, they're an acquaintance to you? Let's say let's say we do have accounts, bank accounts with all these people, and there's a minimum um, account uh, number you need in order to be in the larger, or to Ooh, be in I the see. friend group. I see, I see. Do you think I could name somebody right now that I think is your friend, but then you're going to be like, yeah, no, I consider them just an acquaintance? Um, hmm, let me think. I don't want <laughs> to do this on a podcast because I don't want to hurt any feelings. Right, right. But I don't know. I just, that's just how I am, right? Like, I have no problem with helping people, but um, there's some limitations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you're that. like a true friend of mine, there is almost no limitation, which is the nice part. That's pretty nice. But that's also why I don't care to have a billion of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one. Wait, what did you learn most about that podcast? I think that was a nice time for you. You had to think about more about independence and stuff during that podcast. Um. Yeah, I don't necessarily remember. I feel like your, your your brain was like shut off during that time. Yeah. You're like, I'm sad. I just want to listen. And then you just talk. 
Yeah, that's what I was literally just thinking. I I just remember hearing all about Lynn's stories, and I thought like, I always think it's really impressive how she just moved and she made all these friends and she made like yeah. a life there yeah. really quickly. Didn't really struggle at all in those sense. Yeah, and yeah, I was but, just taking everything in. Like, we don't know about the struggle. Like, well, I, I like I I feel like I know quite a bit about like all the inside stuff because I uh, talked okay. about it. But I yeah. feel like I would have personally struggled more than she did. Right. But also, um, like, I think sometimes people will go through what the general public would say is a struggle, but they just think it's just something that needs to be done. Mm, that is true. Like, I think difficult situations builds character and just makes you who you are. Completely agree. Like, the biggest thing that I thought was really impressive was that she was able to find a community of friends right away. Right. right. And people that genuinely wanted to be a, become a friend and become a staple in her everyday life right which is something that i feel like i would really struggle with especially in like maybe the first year of being there but she was okay after like a month right, right. that's true that's true i think i would too i would struggle a bit too if i were to live somewhere but i also wouldn't care mm-hmm. which is the yeah i don't know i think yeah yeah, yeah. anyways going to the next one we got izzy so izzy was actually one of the first podcasts where we just have someone that can give stories all day like he was just talking and talking. We were just listening and providing minor feedback and just asking questions after questions. It was he was a genuine storyteller. I know sometimes he's a little hard to like hear because he has an accent because he's from from the UK, right? Mm-hmm. But um, he has crazy amount of stories. Like I feel like every time I've talked to him, it's just different stories, different things he knows. And it's just really- see, Izzy is one of those people that when I first met him through this podcast, it was when I realized that. Just by the amount of stories that you have, I just know I have a small mind. Yeah. yeah. I just know I live in a box. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, just from hearing what you did, I know that my world can, like, is so tiny compared to what you've seen in your life. Yeah. Like, I have zero experiences compared to you. Like, honestly, guys, I think it's, I actually don't really look at the stats too much, but I think it's maybe one of the more underrated ones, but I'm not too sure. I, I know, like... My brother and stuff, they would text me and be like, yo, his stories are so cool and yeah. stuff. And he'll always like, Definitely yeah. a very fascinating human being. Uh, the next one was uh, the talking about death. I thought this was really fun. I thought we talked about some really cool shit about death. Yeah. I think it was really nice having someone who's like a subject matter expert. Mm-hmm. Like he would tell us like in the real world scenario. Um, so this was Will. He He's a, he's a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the podcast I said he's like our personal resident nurse so he's a personal professional nursing in our jv show so that's why i say our residence nurse as in he's ours (laughs) (laughs) to get get information from so if we ever do anything related to nursing we could always get back to him but i think we have some other friends who are nurses too that we could ask about Mm -hmm. but he's our go-to contact right now Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's cool uh i was very intrigued with all the cultural stuff I think we did this podcast because I, I was like, oh, babe, you're so sad. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about death. Yeah, you had that idea about death and then um, the depression happiness one too. And I was like, yeah, um, sure, let's fucking do it. Yeah. Right up my fucking alley. Well, right I now. was just saying like, hey, why not? Let's just fucking spill it out and, you know, let's just talk about this shit. I, I, I actually thought, like my genuine thought when I was thinking about it was, I think death should be, I wouldn't say a happy thing, but like it should be more of a celebration of life. It's so cool when you actually like get to celebrate their accomplishment rather than just be sad about them going away. Right? Yeah, I think but so too. I, I think I that's it. how it should be. But then when someone dies, you yeah. can't help being like, "Oh fuck, man!" I, dude, just today I was uh, listening. So oh. I keep raving about 
the 14 Peaks movie, uh-huh. the, the documentary about the guy, and it was Persia. Uh-huh. He just had a podcast with Joe Rogan uh, two days ago. And I was listening to it. Super, super cool podcast. So you guys go go listen to that. He's like, or, go, or go, also go watch that movie. Like 14 uh-huh. Peaks is sick. But anyways, I was listening to it and he was talking about his mom passing away and it was just like, oh, oh. my heart breaking. Anytime I hear about those stories, it feels yeah. like, especially in that setting when I'm listening to it with my earphones in, it feels like I'm there with them and uh-huh. he talks about that. Like, he didn't like cry or anything, but I could feel that, that was probably one of the hardest things he had to talk about to the public is about, you know, someone you love that passes away, mm-hmm. right? So, I don't know. I was just like tugged at my heartstrings. I was like, oh, I'm so sad about like, you know, hearing that. Because like in the movie, it shows how like he loves his mom a lot. Yeah. So, it was just like, just me thinking about that, I just instantly got really sad about it. Oh, yeah, I bet. But it's cool. It's, uh, he's a super strong dude and he's a really cool um, athlete. So, awesome. Next one was about legal substances. <laughs> so, this one, I was way out of my territory. I didn't know jack shit, but I know Viv was very into, um, let's say these mind altering things. Legal. Yeah, I was actually surprised when we were going through the podcast and we were talking about our, all our experiences. I was like, "Damn, I uh, I have some issues, man." Why? <laughs> and I was like, I didn't think I would actually relate to the podcast topic as much as I did. But when we started talking about it, I, I, and I kept adding stories and ha- having things to say, I was like, "Huh, hmm. uh, maybe I have problems." Hmm. Yeah, hmm. maybe I have some issues I need to address, especially when we were talking about like the first things you got addicted to and. The first things you start dabbling in on, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I used to uh, sniff paint markers. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> oh yeah, I used to drink a lot of cough syrup and stuff." I was like, "Oh shit, I really did have issues since the since the beginning." Yeah. Well, okay. For me, I actually thought there was gonna be more stories. Like, I thought there was gonna be more detailed stories. Mm-hmm. I thought we were gonna go on like a twenty minute stories of our guests, like you know, riding on a random bus, going to a different bar, <laughs> doing some random shit, and then all of a sudden he's like. But fuck nowhere and yeah. have to call a cab. I thought there was gonna be those type of stories, but I felt like that podcast didn't get as many stories as I'd like. Yeah, I feel like we were definitely going more throughout like what drugs we've done. Yeah, over stories. Yeah, I I, I personally drugs. was hoping like I'll you know say like you know here's methamphetamine and then all of a sudden there's a story. Oh yeah, one time I did this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it didn't really happen, but that's that's fine. It was. I mean, still, I'm uh, definitely interested in having a part two for that one because I feel like we have some some good connoisseurs in our friend group like i said i would be legal substances i would be totally out of it for that one because i have no idea i can't really relate to them and i'm I'm a goody two-shoes no you're not all right i mean i've done some stuff but it's not that crazy and then after that we did our christmas special so i think halloween was our first special and then we tried to do a theme one so christmas was the next one Mm -hmm. i'm actually don't oh this was with tiff Oh, right. I yeah, was just going to say, for some reason, I don't remember the guests for that yeah. one. No. Okay, so I'm, <laughs> Sorry, I was Tiff. actually way more interested in Tiff's life than Christmas because uh-huh. she, she seems so wild. Like, the things She's she does out of on a whim. and I don't know in person. Like, if you hear what's going on in her life right now, you'd be like, what the fuck? Wait, what, can you share what's going on? Oh, uh, yeah, we, I guess that, so. Like, she's moving room? to Nova Scotia for a year just for fun. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, we, we talked about that during the podcast. Oh. Like, she met someone when she was traveling there and now she's moving there to work. She moved there for like um like a few months, and yeah. then now she's going to like fully move there, like pack all her shit and everything. Move like wait, she needs more shit. Like not just like stay there for a f- like the first time was yeah. for like a few months, yeah. but this time is like oh I don't know when I'm coming back type of thing. Like she's gonna like, like the bring first, a car there and everything. Yeah, and- like the first time was like oh yeah I'm coming back on this day. I have my return ticket. I'm just gonna stay there yeah. for a few months. This time is I'm like packing a, all my shit. It's I don't a know if I'm coming back. Yeah. Oh, 
and it's fucking wild and they're getting a place and everything oh really it's yeah. that fast yeah jeez okay well she's, best of luck Tiff. best of luck if you're a wild listening. person but i have a high hopes for her in life i mean a part of it is so inspiring because i also want it like oh my god yeah she's just like a all right i'm down let's go i'll pack like if some, if one of her friends moved to i don't know freaking africa and was like hey if you're yeah. gonna find a job in africa let's move next week she'd be like fucking down like that's <laughs> the type of person she is Damn. guess i'm eating injera now oh yeah and i was surprised by how festive you are yeah you're so festive compared to everyone i know and myself you're like, i know i love christmas person. but i thought like the traditions and everything i did was kind of normal but i guess not um, i don't know for some reason i always felt christmas was like sad no no sorry happy and a sad time <laughs> i was gonna like, say yeah i was pretty sad this year oh yeah but it was like it's happy r- ramping up to christmas and then right after christmas it's like what's next and then it gets kind of sad because oh, yeah. you know all the stuff's gone There's all the festivities gone yeah yeah so that's why i have the kind of a both a mixed feeling when it comes mm-hmm. but definitely like ramping up like the month right before christmas i'm okay. really excited for usually it. Well, it's like when you start seeing the lights out and like yeah. the decorations Staying and all that Christmas stuff. Music, yeah. Christmas music, starting cold. Like thinking about all the Christmas foods and all the cool stuff and presents and things like that. But then right after, I'm just like, well, what do I do now, I guess? Yep. Well, what we did is we went to the next podcast, which is the <laughs> New Year, New Us, New You. I actually kind of forget. This was with Joyce. So Joyce was in this one. Um, yeah. I think COVID was running rampant, so we couldn't really find a guest. Man. Now that I'm thinking back on all of these podcasts, I'm like, what are we I don't about? know if I could recap my life during that time. All I remember is fucking just crying all the time. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, what do we talk about? We talked about resolutions. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you keep up with yours? What was mine? Mine was the whole... Deadlift the- 425. Oh, yeah. Did you do that? Well, I, oh my God. So like last week, I was supposed to... Was it last week? Yes. Last week, Friday, I was working up to deadlift 405 but then i freaking rolled my ankle so now i need to go back and work up to 405 and i'm going up to 425 i believe was hey, my goal but you the know the more difficult it is uh, the more oh, character it builds you're right for me it was the satisfying i'll feel when i actually reach it that's true for me it was the yoga and so far other than the one week where uh, i had the flu it was good like i'm still doing it weekly mm. um and i still like it. i actually feel like i got baited but they're like oh we have a sale for the pass and then i went and bought 20 more (laughs) (laughs) so i was like well i'm gonna use this anyways and there's a sale and they were saying like it's a february sale and i went the other week and it's still there and it was like march already and i'm like you got baited scammers damn i was waiting for your pass to expire because me and our star were like let's all go yeah we we can still go oh okay like my pass isn't i could skip a week there and go somewhere else or you guys can come there too okay let's do that like the, the pass is just like like use per pass oh i see see. yeah it's not like a monthly thing so it doesn't really matter if if i find another resolution i see i think i'm still keeping up with that i don't think i had any other resolution like i quit my job no idea what the fuck else i said (laughs) yeah so i well since then i ended up quitting my job and got a new one but i don't think that was a resolution i I think that was was just uh just people were, were finding me and i was accepting the role yeah uh next one was the sudoku one Oh, that one, I feel like I honestly exposed yourself, exposed myself so much. Like everyone that listens to this podcast, sometimes whenever you're like, oh, yeah, my coworker also listens to it. I'm like, oh, another person knows. <laughs> <laughs> but like, obviously, I, I said all that on the podcast because I'm like open to having people know. But it's like, oh, OK, yeah, you know, one of my deepest, darkest secrets now. Like, OK, I'll show you right now on our 
Spotify is the most listened one. The fuck. On the Spotify, should do more. Touching more subjects. more personal. Yeah. No, like legit on Spotify, oh, it's shit, right. it's the most the most listened one by almost double. You're right. It is. Damn. Yeah, this one, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I was looking. At. I was looking at the stats. I was like, I think this is one of our most viewed ones. But like I said, since we're split between Spotify and YouTube, we don't get the full picture. Like I think in YouTube, it's one of the lower ones. Mm-hmm. But I think when you combine the two, it averages out, right? Mm-hmm. So like for example, I think hike the volleyball one, which is the next one. Uh, yeah, it's about the same, right? This is forty-eight. This one might be at fifty some. Yeah. So I think when you split it, it's about the same. But I don't know. I don't think it was a bad thing. I think you. Oh no, I don't think it was a bad thing. But it's just interesting when every single time you, every single time I learn someone new, listen to the podcast, I'm like, all right. So you know one of my deepest darkest secrets. I mean, also I don't think they listen to all of these. Like this is what three times twenty five. That's like seventy five oh, hours true. of content. They're not going to listen to everything. Too egotistic. I'm like, oh, me. Yep. So, but yeah, no, I thought that was a cool one. It was. I guess I learned a lot about... We all learned a lot about Viv. We mm-hmm. also learned I'm a very sheltered person that I don't really get sad ever or anything. I don't, I don't think that makes us sheltered. It's just nice. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I think ad- adversity, you know, builds character. I guess I don't have as much character. I feel like <laughs> naivety is very... It's a very good thing in this sense. Mm, true, true. Like you, like if you never experienced death, why would you want to experience death, you know, type of thing? Yeah, or... Well, not really death, but like... I guess self-harm or self... Yeah, things yeah. like that. Next oh, one was... Did I... What did I talk about? In this I don't remember. You're going to have to re-listen to that I, shit. Oh, okay. I was hey. just going to update something, but I guess not. Do you want to update something? Uh, Nah, it's fine. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. I mean, your tattoos are kind of linked to that podcast. So strong for yourself. Let's go, oh, Viv. Yeah. <laughs> Um, next one was the volleyball one. So I guess we've never given anyone our background sort of how we met and who we are and, you know. And what we do for at least like our hobbies and volleyball and stuff. One of our biggest hobbies. Yeah. Like pretty much this group of friends, the volleyball friends is my main group of friends now. Mm -hmm. And I just, just kind of like our backstory of how we all met and how we all started volleyball. Yeah. So that was a pretty fun one. Um, yeah, it was really nice having like one of our other volleyball friends on there too. Yeah, we had our star on there. And then it was just, uh, I think we knew our audience was, you know, our friends. So yeah. we wanted to like share with them, hey, this is how we started. And actually that's going to lead into our next couple podcasts, I think. So this is an idea I've had. I'm not going to keep it as a surprise because there's no point. Uh, but I want to do kind of like a player profile yes. of some of our friends. Um, yes, yes, yes. And I think that'll be fun because, you know, one, it'll kind of like build... The, our own audience with our friends because you know they're mm-hmm. more intrigued to listen to that um but i think at this exact point we started doing more strategizing for our podcast yeah so at this point we scheduled a lot more so now we have like probably like three weeks in advance scheduled uh we also target specific audience like we're not trying to be fake or phony here but we're just trying to one challenge ourselves so when we challenge ourselves we're trying to get people on the podcast that we've never really talked to like pretty much people outside of our comfort zone. And in doing so, hoping we also get a different set of audience that listen to this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be honest, the different set of audience is probably the second goal. The first goal was just to challenge ourselves with talking to just new and different people. Yeah. Yeah. So for I think since this time, the volleyball podcast, we've been strategizing more. We've been saying, okay, hey, twice a month, we'll do people who are more familiar because we still want our regular audience to, you know, still listen to the more familiar stuff that they want to listen to. Yeah. And then the other 
twice the, a month, we want to get people that we don't talk to anymore. Like kind of our you know friends that or we I used guess to talk just to. People that are outside our volleyball friend group more so. Yeah. Well, I guess for me specifically, I've been reaching out to a lot of friends that I used to be really close with back mm-hmm. then and not so now. And I've been pleasantly surprised that almost all of them say, said yes that's as awesome. soon as I asked. Right. So that's very, I'm very happy to hear that. Um, but it's also a challenge, right? Because like our lives have went such separate ways. Yeah. So it's, you know, the conversation will be more interesting, probably more difficult for me and Viv. But I think we're doing this for the challenge. Like we're actually like not, we, we personally don't even look at the views. Like we don't care. We don't yeah. care about the number of subscribers. We don't care about number of views. Not saying we don't care about you guys, but we're just doing this because it's a hobby of ours. Yeah. And it's just really nice. Like even though we say we don't care about the views or all that stuff, it's it's also really nice when we hear feedback from like anyone. Yeah. Like even one thing saying, hey, listen to put, put your podcast today. I'm like, wow, thanks. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. As, especially it, when they like refer to something specific. Yeah. Like, oh, I remember that time. That was really cool. And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet that they're actually listening to us. Yeah. And it feels really nice to know like some of our friends are like regular listeners that listen to yeah. the podcast every single time it releases. I'm like, they really care about us. Yeah. You know? Well, it's, it's really also nice. nice too knowing that other people that I never expected would listen all the time are listening. All yeah. Time, right. So, I like, do. for example, my brother, he's actually a huge fan. Like, he literally texts me every Sunday because it comes on Saturday and he'll like oh. ask me questions about the podcast. Oh, um, that's so okay. nice. Uh, Lynn listens to it quite a yes. bit. Um, our friend Norman listens. So, he yes. was on last week. He listens to it quite a bit. Like, almost every single time we upload, I'm like expecting a text from Nor- Norman and I'm like, I know he's going to say something. Yeah. That's really nice. And then some of my coworkers, the the one that the things by Sarah, she listens to it quite regularly, and uh, she's a pretty big fan too. So mm-hmm. that's very cool. Oh, by the way, things by Sarah, you guys can uh, buy stuff from her. She yeah, does they're crocheting, really cute. and they're very cute crochets. Um, Viv will post the bee that she gave, mm-hmm. she gave us. It's very very cute, and I I love it. It's, it's a fat little bee. It reminds me of that. Uh, you ever watch Bugs Life? I have never watched. Oh, oh wait, no, I have. Uh, okay, I was gonna say the very fat caterpillar in Bugs Life oh, that turned wait, into yes, a have, butterfly. Have, yes, <laughs> he's like barely flying <laughs> <Yeah>. after. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, but yeah, so at this moment in our lives of this podcast, we started strategizing more, and then comes the personality one. So the do you pers- guys like my drawing in the haiku one? I feel like that was one of them where I actually like tried to draw a little bit more realistic but it was so fucking hard because like oh yeah i don't know if everyone knows but for these drawings i draw these pictures on my like note app on my phone and use and i use my finger and it's so fucking hard because i have fat ass fingers okay so i think that one podcast was the one where i was like okay i'm gonna stop drawing chibi figures and i'll just try and draw someone that looks a little bit more real yeah so if you guys don't know Viv draws all of these afterwards and then that's the only way we get them uploaded because YouTube needs a video, so they can't just have yeah, can't just have audio. So then we need a picture with it. Yeah, and I think that was like the pivoting point because all the other podcasts I tried to draw like all the guests on the podcast yeah as like little people and try to incorporate that in some way. But then after that high Q one, I was like, I'm just gonna draw this nice picture of our star just smashing the ball or supposedly our star smashing the ball, and all the other ones I would just think. All right, what comes to my head first for whatever subject this is? I'm just going to draw. I'm going to forego the little chibi people yeah. and actually just try to draw a nice image. Yeah. That's the, like a huge turning point in yeah. terms of the art. Well, like the 17th personality, the personality one, that was huge too because that was, I think, the first time we started thinking of our brand as a project. 
So that was the first time we gave out keychains. Oh, you're right. That was the very first time we gave out keychains. Um, but it was all honestly a really fun podcast talking about our personalities. Cause just so happened myself and just Liz has the exact same like oh my test God, score. And just right? just happens that Viv and Just Chris also has the exact same one. So it was like we were talking to mirror images of each other in terms of the personality world. Yeah, I remember when we were prepping for the podcast, I was like, all right, four different personalities. It's going to be really interesting to talk yeah. about. But yeah, how for- how lucky, not fortunate, lucky, how coincidental was it that we only had two personalities? Yeah, so... I think that also formed a new kind of connection and friendship between you and Just Liz. Yeah, well... In terms I- of understanding <laughs> each other, of course, because of your personality. I'm sure you guys don't talk. But you guys just kind of understand each other more. And I know between me and Just Chris, sometimes whenever I say something, I'm like, Chris, I know how you're thinking now. <laughs> I just know. I just know. Okay, so before this podcast, I, I thought I knew... Or no, I did know how Viv's personality was, but I didn't know how to put it in words. And then ever since that podcast, I'm like, I know exactly why <laughs> she does the thing she does now. Like, I can finally put things to words instead of just like, I'm pretty sure that's what Viv would do now. I was like, okay, that's exactly what she would oh do. And this God. is exactly why. There is sometimes when I do things and then Jorge would be like, that's because you're a protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then, I don't know. I, I It's just weird because... A part of me is like, I don't want this to be a self-fulfilling thing. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the things I do kind of relate to in my personality. Yeah, I think so, too. I, always, <laughs> I refer back to it. I think that was definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, that was very high up there for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, that was the first time we started looking at our brand, actually. we mm-hmm. Like, not like we're trying to sell anything, but pretty much this brand has become... As, a, as the jab show. Yeah, and then also creating this, um, like, the brand as in not trying to sell anything, but the brand as in as part of the hobby of podcasting, we're going to start doing these other brand stuff. And to be honest, this might go nowhere. Like we might do podcasting for another like six months or a year and it might just go nowhere and just die. But this is some cool experience we have. Like if I had to start another brand, I feel like I have a starting point of how to like go about it. Yeah, it's definitely like really cool. And this idea about the keychain thing was from good old Joyce. So shout out to her for taking us to another level. How did, how did she start that? Oh, I don't remember. I just remember you messaging me and you said Joyce had the best idea ever. And I was like, what? What is it? Please, please let me know. And you told me and I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah, I think she said something, not specifically about the keychain. And then that gave me the idea of the keychain. I'm yeah. like, oh, and then, and then literally yeah. that same podcast... I no yeah, yeah that same podcast I started going on my computer and modeling a keychain and then I think within like the next couple of days I printed one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was that was really cool. It was really nice. And then the next one was how as uh, the um comp sci one with with my buddies. Yes. So two of my good buddies are um Chung and Kev and they are both in comp sci. And this one was the starting point of us doing different like not different but like guests that we're not familiar with at all mm-hmm. like i'm really close with them but we never talked in this type of setting we usually just game and just chill and whatever like i think going forward a couple podcasts talking to carmen it's like guys we literally just chill like yeah. we don't chat that much about things that often we just hang out play video games and just connect mentally like that's literally it exactly so it was different, but I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, we talked about a lot of cool comp size stuff. I threw out a lot of like theoretical questions like, oh, what if, you know, what do you guys think of the future of this part of it? So that was really cool. I thought it was really nice talking to some other people that also went to comp side because when I was in comp sci, I was very antisocial. So I would just go to class 
go to my labs and go to the places where I needed to go. And the second where I didn't need to be somewhere, I just go to the library or just go home. Because I wouldn't, yeah. Because <laughs> the reason why was mostly because I would always try to cheat my parking. Mm. And I would always be like, all right, I have two hours for this class and I got to go move my car. Or like, all right, the second this class is over, I'm going home because I don't want to pay for another hour of parking. So it was yeah. really nice just being social. Wait, you drove all the way to school all the time? Yeah, all the time. I like the whole, your whole whole entire university career. I drove Holy to school. shit! Where'd you park? Okay, uh, was it? It's called Windsor. Yeah. Yeah, Windsor parking lot. For the longest time, they had two dollars for from like eleven to two. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so I did. I would do that, but before eleven, I would just park my car along like the residential area. Yeah. yeah. And then around eleven, I'd move my car over there because it's like significantly closer, and my classes were all around there, and I would pay the two dollars. Like going out to. Your it's car. not that far like uh-huh. it was fine because i okay so guys when i was in university i would get anxious like i started noticing this after like maybe a second year i would get anxious walking around campus and that's probably why i always left too because there's like a lot of people and i feel like everyone has like a lot of friends and i never bothered to make my schedule align with my other friends or like i didn't know i didn't okay yeah maybe this was like self-sabotage but i didn't make a lot of friends in comsci so i didn't have anywhere to go in between my classes or anywhere to be like oh hey hi hi whatever so then whenever i'd be walking around campus without like any anything to do i'd get really anxious because i'm like i have nowhere to be i have no friends to see (laughs) (laughs) everyone looks so busy or everyone's chatting up with a friend or like hey let's go get coffee and i'm like i have an hour to spare i have nothing to do so then i actually really liked going back to my car and sometimes i would just go sit in my car and just wait for my next class sadly (laughs) yeah very antisocial in that sense i mean it's really nice having some people in comp side to talk to i didn't really like talk to a lot of people in school but i always was okay with just sitting somewhere and just doing my work oh yeah yeah. no i would get stressed (laughs) Anyways, after that, we did the Chinese New Year, New Chinese U. So this is the Chinese New Year's one. This is the first time we did two mics. Mm. Um, so we had a lot of echo. We had a lot of issues with audio. So I think starting from that one for like the next five, <laughs> we've always had audio issues. I hope this one's better. Yeah, we really hope this one's better. So for the longest time, I think for like three podcasts after this one, we had pretty Constant bad issues, echo. Yeah. It was pretty bad echo issues. And then for the last podcast that came out last week, I'm so upset because we had some audio cut out throughout. And that was because the noise gate I put on was too high and it just messed things up. I was so yeah. upset when I was listening to it. And it's not upset because, like, not that I don't care about you guys, but I like to put out quality work. So when something's not of quality, I get really sad. But I also can't throw away, like, two and a half hours worth of content I, or, like, two hours worth of content. I can't just toss that, right? Yeah. So I had to still use it, but I knew it wasn't of quality, which made me really upset. Like, I, I don't know if you guys understand. Like, I just hate when I put out non-quality stuff. So that made, bummed me out. But anyways, the Chinese New Year's one was the first time we used double mic, and I think that was when the echoes came in. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we wanted like we wanted less background noise and more like crisp noise. So that's why we started doing this. And I think like if we were to ever grow, we have to work towards like that way of doing. I things. think so too. It's a gro- it's a growing pain, and we're taking you guys along with us. So yeah, you know, this exactly. is a genuine journey, I guess. Oh, sorry if your ears are bleeding. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was really like I really liked having Jay there on that podcast she's really nice and yeah. i thought she was really friendly and really funny did you give her her keychain she wants to come here for it oh really yeah oh okay okay cool okay yeah but, but anyways 
And I was really also surprised that I was also the one that did more. Chi- was it me that did more Chinese New Year things? Or I guess I Jay I, did the least. Jay did the least. <laughs> we expected her to do the most. So, I, so I, I had this bias that Jay's a fob. And I thought she would have so much Chinese right, New Year's guys, experience. So when we were discussing what guests to bring on this podcast, <laughs> we were like, I thought of bringing one of our friends that was already on the podcast before because he's pretty pretty in tune with his culture at least that's what i thought but then alvin suggested jay because you he said jorge? i have a f- oh shit <laughs> <laughs> everyone okay. knows your name by now but anyways jorge suggested jay because he was like i have a friend that's a fob she's gonna be <laughs> perfect for this and when he said a fob i was like okay don't be don't uh assume assume that we're, we're saying fob in a negative way all right yeah. but then he was like yeah i have a friend that's fob I'm like great she's probably she probably knows more about chinese new year things than any of us but when she came in you know how you can instantly tell when someone's not a fob and when someone's a fob like when someone's accustomed to the canadian culture the second i saw her i was like the fuck i mean she's not a fob she grew up in hong kong ish okay she grew up in hong kong but she came here like before she was 10 years old right I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. It was really young. I think she said like seven or something. And I'm like, that is uh, not a fob anymore. So She has well accustomed to her culture. She has no accent whatsoever. <laughs> it turns out she does not do shit for Chinese New <laughs> <laughs> um, This guy is just, he just calls you a fob if you're born somewhere else, I guess. I mean, when, yeah, she's when, not fresh, but she's an ob. She's <laughs> yeah, she ain't fresh. Yeah, so that was my bad, but I thought that was still pretty fun. It was really fun, though. Um... Yeah, so these are the things that I just have to stop being so biased. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought she would know a lot, but that's okay. She um she did really well, and this was one of the the ones where I went back to a friend who I haven't talked to in a long time, mm-hmm. and I just reached out, and she's like, "Let's do it." And I was like, "Oh my god, that must have been really nice." Like it was nice because it was a like catch up for us. Like we literally haven't talked for five no for like fourish years mm-hmm. since so. I don't know. For me, it was exciting because in near end of university, I was pretty close with her. And that was like, she was the few friends left at university because everyone either left or already graduated. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we got really close at some time at some point and it was nice to, to see her again. And Chris also liked her. again. And then uh, next up was the Valentine's Day one. That was not now. I was thinking like that was quite recent, I guess. Yeah. Just a month ago. But. This one was fun because we had some cool stories from Carm. There's some pretty crazy stories, guys. Yeah, so the echo also annoyed me. And this one, I think we had some cut off of the sound. Oh which my also goodness, I was me. so disappointed. So I was really excited about this Valentine's Day one because I felt like I had a lot of shit to share. And I yeah. knew that Carmen had a lot to share. But then when I was listening to back on it and I heard some of our things get cut off, yeah. I was so disappointed. Yeah. I was like, man, this is where all the Bloopers. juice is. But yeah, it was fun, though. I uh, love that one, though. It was really nice. I think that one was especially fun for me personally because i had my best friend on the yeah. podcast and it just felt like i was shooting this shit with her yeah my brother was like your friends are very giggly and i'm like <laughs> yeah they're uh they're girls and they're best friends so they were yeah. very giggly on it that one was a lot of fun yeah and the next one we had one of our big fans my brother come on mm-hmm. um with the uh board game ones that was cool he had a lot of knowledge about it i didn't so know how knowledge. deep he got into it um and it's very interesting like i I don't know i feel like every time i hear it i feel like i want to create an idea for him to like make something more out of it you know what challenge you should ask your brother to do you should ask him to design a board game i feel like he would be Uh, great at that or he'd get a knack at that i don't think he'd like it all right just kidding okay like i play games i wouldn't want to design a game 
Really? I think it would be so uncomfortable. Like, I'm very into, like, Sudoku, crosswords, and other games and shit. I don't want to design that shit. I guess it's different. I want to solve your problem, your puzzle. I don't want to make a puzzle. Uh, like, I, I, oh, I ooh, good. Yes, I get it. So, it's, it's just different. So, I don't think he'd be interested in that. But I definitely think he has a lot of knowledge of games. If you guys are into board games and stuff, or if you want to join a board game league, I can hook you up with his contacts. He mm. is. Yeah, but he plays a lot of board games. He shares a lot of board games with me. I haven't played a lot recently, but... Um, definitely excited to play some more. Like he just got a kid, so it's kind of hard to bring him out to, to play games. But I definitely, I can go over there and play with him because you know he's just watching little baby Aria all the time. Um, yeah, I feel like that podcast. I was, I learned something like a, a new perspective on how far someone can take a hobby. And it was really, I learned something. Like yeah. I, I learned, I realized by listening to him talk and how in-depth he went on board games, I was like, wow, I actually never knew that there was this much to be passionate about in board games or regarding board games. And the way that he went in-depth with like the types of gameplays, type of games, the companies and all that stuff, I was like, wow, that's pretty fucking cool, actually. Yeah, like how big of a community it is. Yeah. Too. So that's pretty cool. You yeah, were I fucked up for that podcast. Like, I think you barely slept for that one because it was an early morning one. Something. I think you were like out to like six or seven, and we had the podcast at like nine or ten. Something I don't remember, man. <laughs> Maybe that. Because I remember you were zoning out a lot in that yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember. And that, that was the one where I saw you on your phone a lot. I'm like, Viv, stop on your phone. Because <laughs> it's I like think there was something going on, but I don't remember exactly yeah. what. It's just, I don't know, I just don't, like, there's no disrespect to our guests, but it's just, like, I don't want them mm, to no, think that we're not interested in what they're saying. So that's why I always put mine away before we start. Mm-hmm. But I, I get it. Sometimes there's an emergency. Sometimes you have to send like a one-off text and stuff. I get that. But sometimes it's like, hey, let's just, you know, mm-hmm. we can wait till the end. Let's wait till the end. Next time you can just. Yep. Got to <laughs> gotta tee off on Viv on that stuff. But yeah, that was fun. Um, I'm definitely excited because Lynn also messaged me right after that one. She did. She, she, she wants to. One. Yeah, she wanted to play some of the games too. So I was like, hey, when you come back, we can have a board game night at my place. It'll be fun. Well, that would be so fun. Um, next one was dieting. I think this was when we tweaked the audio to quite a bit. So there's not as much echo left. So this one, it took us about two podcasts or three podcasts to really get the, the audio echo gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one after this, we over tweaked it and that messed it up. So yeah. hopefully this one, there's no cutoffs, but I don't think there's, we, we did a pretty rigorous testing before. Yeah. I think that one's pretty good. Actually, I would say the dieting one is also one of my favorites because it relates very closely to something we all yeah have so much experience on we had so much to share and we all had we were all so in tune with the topic and it was just like the conversation everything just flows so well and i just felt so good in the podcast well the part i like best is that i feel like i'm giving information that can be useful Mm -hmm. like i feel like i'm giving very or i feel like i simplified as much as i can to listeners like here's how you actually lose weight and like forget all that other shit that people are putting out there like like this is the try, true true tried way because i feel like i've tried a lot of the shit that i talked about like the random yeah. diets and there's only one thing that ever worked for me so that was kind of nice um well there's variations of that same thing but it's pretty much the whole macro thing when i was listening to that podcast i also thought it was really interesting and really nice how our star also thought of really interesting questions to ask us back yeah 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 like he would I forgot what specific questions, but he would ask us 
you'd be like, all right, so what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And when I was listening to it, I was like, who's the host here? <laughs> but it's freaking awesome that yeah. like we had a guest that was so in tune with the actual subject. And Cause, it, cause it typically, perfectly. Yeah, because typically I'd be asking those similar questions mm-hmm. to the guests and stuff. But it was nice having like him giving us feedback on some yeah. of those I do know that one. He was really distracted with his keychain. Oh yeah, <laughs> the plug. He was so into coloring it. He was like crazy into coloring. It. I don't know really if you cool. guys can hear, but there's a point in the podcast where you can hear this little. Um, so what happened in the middle of it was our star knocked over his cup of coffee, <laughs> and we were all like, "Oh shit!" Because the coffee went everywhere, and we had to actually pause. I think that was probably the first podcast that we actually stopped in the yeah. middle of recording, and we all had to get up, clean up all the coffee, yeah. and like take a vacuum and like suck up the coffee from the table and everything it was it was a whole ordeal and yeah so so in the past a lot of podcasters taro barking oh yeah but we've always this so (laughs) what we've done and what we've learned to done is that myself viv and the guests we all know that as soon as taro barks we all stay quiet and Mm -hmm. i record that time and i cut that out of the podcast so that's why you guys haven't been listening to that or it's been very quiet too because i found ways to like quiet just his barking or just that one like time step um but this was the first time like viv saying that we actually had to stop a podcast because we had coffee everywhere (laughs) (laughs) that was pretty funny um but yeah it was it was i wouldn't say typical it was just yeah It 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 was a new experience yeah for sure um and then this next one that's just came out last week again i apologize for the shitty audio because there was a lot of cutting off oh no 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 actually no the first is the birthday one and the birthday one actually came out pretty good for the audio quality it was the one after that didn't it? so the birthday one uh it was fun because i think this was the first guest we have that probably has more publicity than we do on the show and stuff like or not publicity but a bit more um online presence I guess, because mm-hmm. everyone else is just one of our friends that we're just talking about. Yeah, right? it's because we had a famous person on. Yeah. It was our regular listener. Yeah, a regular listener, a... Norman. Okay, yeah, he didn't have a nickname. And he has the most listened podcast on YouTube. Um, but surprisingly, Spotify is not the most listened. I actually don't know how to make of these stats, to be honest. Like, I have no way of, like, say- seeing exactly how to, like, describe any of these stats. Mm-hmm. So, if you, if you guys don't know, on um, Spotify and on YouTube, I have a little dashboard that I can see all the stats of the of the channel and everything. Um, I'm trying to pull it up right now so we can... That's... So, okay, on... On Spotify, we've had 300 total listens or plays. Um, and Spotify estimates we have about 15 people, 15 unique people that listen to our podcast. Um, demographics wise, oh shit, there's one person from, there's a less than 1% of our listeners are from the Philippines and 98% from Canada. Uh, gender wise, it's split right down the middle terms of the demographics and then most of the listeners are between 28 and 34 and the second most is between 23 and 27 that's some of the cool demographics on spotify but i think it's not the same as um youtube at all so i think some of the stats from this is a lot different Uh, analytics from youtube shows that we have 72 views does it have demographics audience 
Oh, so apparently on YouTube, we have like 41 unique viewers. So I guess more different people listen on YouTube, but there's less reoccurring viewers on YouTube. So maybe people just touch on this a little bit and not listen to it consistently. Um, and yeah, that's pretty cool on the stats wise. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was the first one where we had someone... I don't know how to yeah. explain someone. Oh, let me let me let you know. Um, so on Norman's Twitch, he is he has maybe some ridiculous. Oh, he's live listeners. right now. If you guys want to know, yo, check him out. What's his Twitch thing? And flow twitch.tv slash and flow. He has one point five k subscribers. How many viewers does he have? Oh, um, here I got Twitch here. Don't worry about it. Anyways, yeah, so we had a semi-famous person on our podcast, and that was... hold up, let me see. Did you find the... He has six current viewers, eight current viewers. Oh, that's what I'm saying. He has a bunch of followers. He has 1.5K followers, Um, and yeah, that's cool. We have someone that's... um, Famous? Online has good online presence. Yeah. Came on the podcast. I was surprised when he said he was uh, nervous about it. I thought he was like very used to it, but I guess this is a different. Yeah, I think it's a different setup, setup. right? But that was very fun. Like he he shared a lot about. You should like, comment right now. His <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I'm, here, let me just subscribe right now. Wait, can I? Do I have my prime, use Prime sub? It's gonna be really funny when he like comes back and listens to this, and you're like, "Oh, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> We're okay. Right now is um, March 11th, 8:24 p.m. Wait, you have to turn on the volume so you can oh, hear it's, now. It's going to mess with the thing. Oh, I see. It's going to mess with the po- I have to mute everything else. Wait, okay, let's see what he said. <laughs> We're doing the podcast right now? Yeah, hi. Yeah, dude. <laughs> can, you, can you hear? <laughs> no, he can't hear us, man. Come on. <laughs> Wait, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> on point. On point. <laughs> Wait, on the ball is also a phrase, right? Yes, yes. This is freaking hilarious. <laughs> I actually wonder if our mic's going to pick up all of this. We're just listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck? Is this a giveaway for this? I mean, I've been giving away keychains. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> wait, wait, let me see. Let me, uh, I'm gonna type them as most viewed. Most, most viewed. <laughs> this is hilarious. I hope you guys can hear this conversation that's going on. Pretty much Norman's just on his Twitch, just just uh, just giving us info right now. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious, guys. This is freaking hilarious. <laughs> okay, anyways, <laughs> going back to our watching this noob. 
So then, and then last week we had the career one. I feel like this was a very cool one because we got to talk about a bit about ourselves, what we want to, what we would, we're doing, what we are doing, and what we want to do in our lives. It's like another perspective of who we are that you guys haven't been able to hear about. Yeah. So like the podcast itself has just been a hobby. Not just, I, like, I guess I'm downplaying to when I say just because I feel like it's grown to a pretty cool community, but. Like, this is our lives outside of this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the reason why I can't spend hours and hours on the podcast is because I'm still pursuing a career. Viv is also still pursuing a career. Yes, we also need to feed ourselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Again, apologies for the audio. It was uh, a bit cut off, but we're trying to fix that. But anyways, this kind of segues into what I want to talk about in the future because I know if you guys listened to the last podcast, there is one day that I want to move to a different country to work. Mm-hmm. And that may potentially be one of the last days we have a JV show. so i i'm always a fan of having endings so i know all good things have to come to an end but currently um my perspective is i'm still having a blast on this right now Uh, i'm still having a lot of fun Uh, a lot of people are still very excited so i kind of see myself we've just done six months i still see myself doing at least another six months at least so i can see us easily hitting a year and then beyond that, it's really up to the times, right? Like people change, times that change. Just depends on what we want and what we like, right? Like who knows? Viv could get knocked up in like two months from now and be too busy <laughs> to come on the show, no right? No way. No fucking way. You know abortion is like, I never fucking understand when people are like, oh no, I'm pregnant. I'm like, okay, go take plan B or go get an abortion. No <laughs> I don't see the issue here. You heard of a coat hanger? <laughs> 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 yeah like in shows whenever they're like oh no she's pregnant i'm like you don't have an issue just get rid of it <laughs> all right there's no fucking issue here um yeah so i guess now we've caught up to where we are right now to the present and i think both of them and i say we're still we're still pretty interested I honestly in this i think that we're almost just getting started really it I, feels that way i think we're just getting to the point where we have all the kinks worked out because honestly some of the podcasts i get really distracted because of the audio and stuff i want to make it perfect Hmm. but i feel like we're getting to the point where that's almost all worked out and then we can just focus on content and i feel like just coming up we're i guess i'm having a lot of ideas viv's having a lot of ideas and we're starting to turn those ideas into something like i know in the past we always have ideas but it's never really like materialized like i don't know like I, i've always say if i I have, I have all these like crazy engineering ideas and all these like invention and stuff but i feel like this is the first time that i have an idea and soon after we're doing something about it yeah right it's so, pretty fucking exciting i'd yeah, say honestly yeah it's pretty cool so like it kind of comes from like a bit of from my 3d printing too whenever i have an idea i just go and try and print it right yeah but part of this podcast is like whenever i want to do something i'm just like let's just do it like we have the next three weeks book let's do it on the fourth week let's mm-hmm. do it then right it's really exciting that way yeah and then we're just trying to like i actually have always thought in my engineering mind how to make unlimited content right mm-hmm. but now instead of that mindset i've been more thinking how do i make different and unique content and then picking what i like to do best afterwards right Mm -hmm. because i feel like i always thought content creating was just content creating but there's so many different ways you can do it um and there's probably some ways i like and some ways i don't like right yeah so like i think one thing i've never we've never touched based on was um say like a like a a sex podcast specifically i think we should 
Okay, so the only reason I actually have an opinion on it, the only reason I didn't really care about it too much is I think there's some out there that are very popular and they're very niche and they're very good at what they do. And I was like, I don't want to enter their market and try to be what they are. <laughs> you think our the jazz shows <laughs> no, but, competing against? But I don't want to like be a, you know, like a version of them. I don't want to be any of that, right? I want to be genuine of what yeah. I want to do, right? And what I want to talk about. Freaking like I don't know, call me daddy podcast. You yeah, think yeah, we yeah. can compete with it? No, 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 but I'm just saying like we haven't done one yet. I'm not saying we won't, but there's certain ones um we still have ideas on and certain topics that I think are interesting. But then outside of just doing podcasts, we're also thinking of like very specific things. Like we're gonna soon have one in May that's gonna be very exciting mm-hmm. that Viv and I are doing on collaborating on and stuff. And very exciting. Cool. That one's gonna be a very different podcast yeah. form- format. For sure. And then now introducing instagram you guys have more visuals with it so we're kind of just entering that realm right mm-hmm. now you're like while you listen you have something to refer to yeah and then i think like one we've always talked about is doing like a float tank one like we'll go to float tank and right after we'll go and do a yeah. podcast to see how we feel right i think we've never done one intoxicated um oh my god that would be pretty fun be right pretty either high or drunk or something just so shit. just see how it goes it might just be two and a half hours of shit <laughs> just <laughs> yeah or it might just be gold either or it's i think gonna, it's gonna be fucking gold yeah. regardless of what we record it's gonna be one of our best ones yeah i think another fun one would be like tearless one oh, yeah. um oh, yeah. so like literally been talking about for a while like literally what we've done today is very similar like we just trying different chocolates <laughs> and just talking about i know like yeah 80 percent of you guys won't give a shit about these chocolates and stuff but i know the 20 percent of the fans who always listen to are gonna look at the pictures and try to find out what they are and try to like think about it when they eat the, their their next yeah, chocolate bar. we do it for you guys yeah um and yeah so i think we have a lot of cool ideas i'm quite excited but I, also a bit of me is a little like nervous or anxious not not in a necessarily bad way but because i always want to make like good quality stuff mm-hmm. I always like get a little bit nervous before a podcast or not really nervous, but like the days before a podcast, I'll like think a lot about what to talk about. Yeah, me too. And, I like, always I, get a little bit nervous for yeah, some reason. Yeah. So, and, but that's only cause I care. Like if I didn't care about it, I wouldn't get nervous at all. Yeah, that is true. So like, I actually like think about, I'm like, Hey, what I want to talk about, what I want to engage. And I like in my mind, I'm mapping out my like next two and a half hours on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I want it to flow? What do I want to talk about? Right. Which unfortunately sometimes makes it so I talk too much. So I, I know that's a problem I have. Um, yeah, the other problem I have is like sometimes I talk over people by accident or like when the thought's not done. But I also think because we're all shitty conversationalists. So that's. Yeah, happens. it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited for the future because I think we have at least another six months of solid stuff. So minimum. And then I would say it could go even beyond a year. Because like I don't have plans of leaving years i think in my career ones i said i want to get my png first year which is going to be another like year and a bit process and then i'll see um what to do but who knows by then we might find a way to make it work if we want to keep doing it yeah um like my biggest thing is that if i ever do move away the only reason i wouldn't want to do it or i wouldn't want to label it maybe under the jv show is only because um i wanted the human to human interaction of like talk of talking to someone right mm-hmm. but if i'm in like twenty time zones away then it doesn't really matter. yeah that would be pretty hard yeah i think it's really interesting we have a lot of ideas that i'm really excited about and i feel like even just six months in we're just getting started yeah it feels like we 
are just touching. We're just getting our groove on and just getting the momentum going. It's, yeah, it's really sure. exciting. I see a lot of exciting podcasts and memories to be made. Yeah. Like, I also see a lot of, like, 2.0 podcasts. Like, the personality one, we could do yeah, another one for sure. personalities for sure. That one, like, I think 5, 10, not 5, 10, maybe, like, 10 minutes in, we were like, all right, There's we probably need a second part. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think... After that podcast, I was discussing with Bill. I was like, we could potentially do two podcasts in one sitting because that was probably easily four hours yeah. if we wanted to keep talking. Easily, part easily, two. yeah. Um, I think I'm definitely gonna try to get Izzy back on. Uh, mm-hmm. He has a bunch of cool stories, so that's definitely gonna be a two point Um, I know some of the guests that we had before wants to come back on, so yeah. I definitely want them back on. But um, at the same time, we have a I have a lot of friends who want to come on that I haven't Beautiful. been able to schedule. The other thing is like. Even if you like, I want I want you guys on. Don't yeah. don't get me wrong. But sometimes if you guys are on, but we don't have like a topic or a direction to talk about, then it's hard to like figure that one out, right? Yeah, we definitely. It's like even if we have a guest in mind, we kind of need to think of a topic and we need to find a date that works for all three of us. Yeah, yeah. So the the topic is usually um something we can figure out. Sometimes it's hard, right? And that's why I want to do this like player profile one like mm. later right where it's just our f- volleyball friend coming you know like you know this is you know bob smith he's wing spiker you know and this is who he is he this is who he plays with and then this is you know personality and who that person is just because it's one of our close friend groups so i know all the friends within our group would really want to listen to that type of podcast oh yeah exactly we're pretty much just trying to tailor this to all audiences and it's like hey pick pick and choose the whole intent of the podcast anyways was just to be background noise for you guys so it's just picking and choose for you guys yeah like i think at the beginning when i started getting more into this i was just thinking this is just something that you guys can like cook your dinner have it on your like google like little thing your google home and just listen to us while you're doing something else yeah it's like your friends are here with you yeah exactly and then also like some of them like the ones that we try to do some research on it's almost like for me, I didn't want to keep repeating this cool thing I learned. So I was like, let's just do a podcast. It's repeated forever now. <laughs> like People can always listen to it. And then you can listen to it and we can talk about it afterwards and get some cool insights on it too, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's definitely really nice because we've been, I feel like before we actually started the podcast, we've been talking about it for a long time saying, let's do that podcast. We should do a podcast. I swear we can do a podcast. And yeah. It's just really nice having like a actual hobby that we commit to, you know? Well, I think in the past, it was always like, we'll hang out and we'll just chat for like three hours. Yeah. And then we're like, that could have been a podcast. Exactly. Right there. Exactly. Um. So then now we're actually turning into a podcast. I know it's not as like organic or natural as just like sitting around. Like I could technically, shit. yeah, do shady shit and just like put a mic on while everyone's talking. But that's not the intention. But it's still as close to natural as you can with yeah. mics. Because, like, with mics, things get a little weird. Like I said, from the very beginning, there's the whole, like, active listening part and all that stuff. It gets kind of not completely natural. But it, I'll be honest, we edit almost nothing. Like, this yeah. is as, like, what we say as on the podcast. raw dog as you can get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, all our fuck-ups around here, I don't cut out any of our fuck-ups. It's literally just Taro barking so your ears don't and bleed. our star's coffee. Yeah, that was, that's, those are the literal only edits I do. Um, or there was also one point where I had to go move my car, so I had to leave for a bit. Or when, I think, 
I think we still went through. Like, yeah, we still yeah. kept we still kept saying, recording. Like, little nuances when someone actually had to leave mid show and then we had yeah. to fill in. But yeah, yeah. like so, sometimes one of us would leave and have to open the door for the dogs to come in <laughs> yeah. while the podcast is still going on. So this is like as natural a conversation as we can get. But yeah, the overall, this podcast journey has been great. I loved going over all the podcasts and sharing our information. I really had to get my thoughts out there about the Valentine's Day one and how disappointed I was to hear things <laughs> start getting cut off. But it is what it is. We'll do better in the future. We got more juicy shit coming for you guys. Yep. We have, uh, like I said, because it's a hobby, I can't spend all my time. But I spend a lot of time trying to figure out the audio, trying to figure out the setup. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a learning path for us, and it's been really fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. This is a podcast about podcasting. Right? Yeah, it's That's... a podcast about podcast. Also, if anyone's wondering if you're if you have any cool topics, uh, let us know, and you know you can come on the show. We can talk about it. But also, if you if you guys want to start a podcast, it's literally as easy as just getting a mic and starting. Like, yeah, you know. heard how we started. You see how we're doing. So yeah. Well, we're not doing the greatest. You, you but, got it. Uh, we're not doing terrible either. Um. But we're having fun. It's a great experience so far. Yeah. So if you ever thought about it, I say just just go for it. Like I think our guests at the end of this month, she just started one, and we'll talk about the podcast she started. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I inspired her, but I gave her a lot of tips, which is really nice. Yeah. And it's really nice to know, and I'm like, hey, if you guys have um questions of how to get started, or if you want to come and see the setup, just let us know. I think eventually we'll post a picture of the setup. The setup right now is very messy. Mm-hmm. We got chocolate and. Yeah, we got chocolate everywhere, everywhere and stuff. We also see some of the cool stuff that I've 3D printed. Um, so that's really cool too. And yeah, I will we'll show you guys pictures of the setup, show you pictures of the podcast, show you whatever we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks yep. for... Thanks for tuning in, guys. And uh, if you guys like it, like, comment, and subscribe. Turn on the notification bell. Yep, and uh, if you guys want to come on the show, let us know. Um, send us a message. We always like feedback about the podcast. Love it, actually. Yeah. It's probably one of the best parts of it. Yes, when when people message us, it's so nice. It's a very nice feeling. It's really, really also if there's any like professional audio people, just uh just come over and help me out with my setup. <laughs> I think we're almost there, but I know there's some fine tuning to do. But thanks for listening in, guys. Yep. Thanks, guys, thanks. and uh, see you guys next time. Bye-bye.